I went to I went to um, uh, jujitsu this week, and I was paired with a guy who I think was Lenny from Of Mice and Men because we were practicing <laughs> chokes, and he choked me so tight I couldn't swallow that night. Oh, like, no. I, I like the next day my neck was sore. I was like, "What the fuck is this guy doing?" And I kind of turned to him and I was like, "What are you doing?" He's like. Yeah, I've had to put a couple of guys at the club into this chokehold. No. I was like, God damn it, I'm with the psycho. Yeah. I'm like, we're just pretending to choke each other. You know what I mean? Like, let's not really choke each other. Better to have the psycho as your training partner than meet him at the club, though, right, Rob? I, there's just so many weirdos in jujitsu. I'm starting to realize, like, the guys that are there <laughs> are weirdos. They're guys who like to wrestle with the guys and get choked out, so... It's also, you know, you also hear about, like, a lot of those army guys. They're not sports guys. Mm-hmm. Like, they hate sports, hate Football, you know, anything to do with it, but they love jujitsu. Like, that's their thing. And it's like, that's just a weird Because they don't want to be dichotomy. part of a team. Like, they don't want to be yeah. part of a team. They want to compete, but they don't want to be right. accountable to anybody else or themselves, really. You can tell the guys who've never done sports, because, like, we'll start on our knees, and we're both on our knees. And then when we go, the guy will just get up and run around to my back and choke me. And I'm like, well, why are we starting on our knees then? Why are we doing that if you just get up and run around? It's so stupid. <laughs> In 2020, four friends decided to listen to every one of the greatest 500 albums decided by Rolling Stone magazine. This resulted in a text chain that celebrated the music, excoriated the order, and led us to making a podcast. We are far from experts. We promise to do almost no research. All opinions are our own unless you disagree. You know, I was thinking about something else. A podcast. What else are you doing? Yeah, well, you know, maybe a couple. Okay. (laughs) This is the podcast. Please sit back and, and, and guess what? I don't play. All right. This is the podcast. I'm not playing. This is my life. Okay, unfortunately, I've actually like if I get in a fight with my wife about the podcast, I take the side of the podcast. I'm like, you don't get it. You don't get it. These podcast guys, it's really important. I respect their time and I'm there right away. He's like, you have been singing a song about the color of your genitals for the last 20 minutes. While we're trying to watch It's a Wonderful Life or whatever. You know what I mean? Every time a bell rings, it's brown and hot. It smells like mulch. You know what I mean? <laughs> <sighs> Which episode was Merry that? Christmas, everyone. I'll come out and I'm like, okay, what rhymes with insoles? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, <laughs> Is this our Christmas I, special? Are we, this is the no, Christmas special. No, that was already. last week. We that doing, was last we week with the, with the leather masks. It's literally, we released that episode on Christmas. Oh, God. Uh, please sit back and enjoy. This is our New Year's episode. Okay. Happy so, New Year to everyone. Hey, out Happy there. New Year's. You know it's one of my favorite uh, holiday. But happy, please sit back and enjoy. Beck did it better. We are all the way up to album 175. And from 2017, we have Damn by Kendrick Lamar. Or as, or as I wrote in my note, Gendrick Lamar, which I, hey, great nickname. Uh, guys, listen, I, you know, the thing, let's, 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 now listen, I'm, I'm just going to say this. I had limited time today to prepare for these podcasts because I was doing other stuff. Okay. And and then when I thought about writing a song to Kendrick, I'm not going to lie. Writing a parody song to Kendrick is always the hardest thing I do all the time. And this time I was like, you know what? I just don't want to write an intro. I don't want to write a parody song. And I was like, you know what? I'm not going to. And it brought me a great amount of joy. What? The the way, the way you do anything is the way you do everything. That's whoa. Whoa. This man is a motivational so you, speaker. You, that explains why a, I'm so sweaty. You, you take a la- you took a lazy approach to tonight's episode. And yeah. You take a lazy approach to all episodes. I don't know because I feel like I actually put quite a bit of time into it. Oh, like I feel like you're just staring right into my soul, Russell. Yeah. I feel like I'm really asking a lot of questions about the way I do things. Aaron, now. you do jack shit for these episodes. We know that. Like that's <laughs> not that's not a question. That's a good point. Yeah, you <laughs> you prepared like one thing in 175 episodes. That's true. I made a song once. You know what? That's more. I told Russ, just tell Russell to do stuff. That's what I do. It works out great. Now, listen, 
So you know what? I found my old Kendrick hey, song. Hey, Rob, it's really good. You, so I'm going to play you, that. If you tell me in Vegas to run around, you would choke you in the hotel room. I got you. Oh. <laughs> okay. Put, hey, if something happens to me, put a bagel in my mouth and put me by the toilet. Okay. <laughs> hey, Rob, you want to do some more sports? <laughs> I... <laughs> so listen, I found my old Kendrick song. It's really good. So I'm going to play it. That's the way it is. It brings, me joy. it brings me joy. Is it about feet? What's up, everybody? No. Welcome to K-Rob. K-R-O-B. a big dick would be oh. my superpower look oh, yeah. like a snake yeah. is loose in my trousers if I'm walking through Do a it. field I would accidentally plower I just want to look good when I'm in the shower man I'd make it bigger longer and thicker just like Lenny Kravitz would be a pant ripper I'd want to make it the same size as Liam Neeson use it honk the horn when I'm driving my Neeson when I am squatting huge dick could be a spotter I want people to say is that Ted D Bridgewater. No. I'm hug like Sinatra. If I Eddie did it my way, I'm wearing baggy shorts. You could see it hang. Wish my big dick would be my superpower. Look like a giant squash is growing in my trousers. It's all about big dongs, just like Joe Mauer. Now it's small and white. All Looks like jelly powder. Listen, there it is. See, it's relevant. That's pretty wow. good, Rob. Big wow. dong like Joe Mauer. What's that? Seven percent of the votes in. He's got eighty-six. Eighty-six percent. By the time we hear this, it'll be out. He's in. But He's gonna get in. He's, He's in. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Would have never guessed. First timer. It's the catcher thing, right? Like, yeah, three-time batting hey, champ. Only twenty-one people have ever done it. His uh, win, wins above replacement dad, below replacement level. Negative wins above replacement dad. <laughs> For the first like five, six years of his of his kids' lives, he wasn't even around half the time. He was traveling. He was out on the road. <laughs> I think that $180 million contract makes up for it. <laughs> I hope my kids don't make a Hall of Fame and they're like, yeah, my dad was doing the podcast for a lot of time of it. Like, that's not... I'd be like, oh, come on. I didn't prepare that much. I, re I started reusing songs around episode 175. Uh, listen. All right. Uh, I will say, Russell, you know where Ru Joe Maurer's not getting in the Hall of Fame? Public, the Public Speaking Hall of Fame. Okay. And I almost said public the right way there. So look out, Public Speaking Hall of Fame. I'm coming for you. Give me that gold jacket. Nor the Public Enemy Hall of Fame, but that's next week. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, listen, this is Beck Did It Better. We are talking about Kendrick Lamar. Damn. Okay. And I'll nice. tell you, I got four guys here who, I mean... Guys, inflation, they, they, we were talking about the economy earlier. Inflation is so bad, my wife is asking me to 96-er. I mean, <laughs> God, it's just everything's going up. We get those rates under control, man. <laughs> I, I, tell me about it. When's the Fed going to step in and help with that? I got she, she wasn't down when you offered the prime plus two points option, huh? Oh. <laughs> Where's Jerome Powell when you need him? Come on, oh, Matt. You're a commercial damn. real estate guy. You should appreciate that joke. I like it. I'm doing some research, guys. I'm yeah. doing some research. We lost Matt already. And guys, I'm going to think of a financial joke to go along with you guys. I'm going to hop right in quick as a quick as a button. Penny. That yield Something curve penny. is going slightly to the left. Damn it. Yield curve. Fuck. Oh, I was just about yeah. to say that, Matt. You said that. 
Uh, oh, I think it's a bull market because I found a guy on Craigslist to fuck my wife. All right, Maybe. so oh. I've got Russell in Minneapolis. Russell, how are you doing? Guys, I got power, poison, pain, and espresso martinis inside my DNA. Yes. Oh. Wow, martinis. I like how it's just plural now. We don't even blink at that. I've, I've got, got Matt in Minneapolis. I've got Matt in Minneapolis. How are you doing, Matt? Uh, good. You motherfuckers can't tell oh. me nothing. Oh, yes. wow. oh wait, yes. no, wait, hold on, hold on. I'd rather die than listen to you. Oh, oh, oh wait, hold on, hold on. Problem is all that sucker shit's inside your inside DNA. Inside your DNA. Daddy <laughs> yeah. probably wait, wait. My My DNA, not for imitation, your DNA, an abomination. Oh. Wow. Thanks for having me. Thanks for Just leaving us in flames. I wonder if Matt would be the greatest rapper ever if this, like his hatred for this podcast just inspired his flow. All of his diss tracks are aimed at this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and I've got Aaron out in California now. Aaron, Aaron is mad. You know, the government these days, guys, the government is so woke that you can't even film amateur gay porn in the Senate building anymore. I mean, you get fired for that nowadays. <laughs> yeah. Can you believe What the it? hell? I guess I instead of, <clears throat> no, excuse, we had me. Something. excuse me. I have a written bit. Just give me a second. <laughs> I guess. I guess they. Okay. What were you going to say, Aaron? Okay. What were you going to say? I'm, you have I'm the just, floor. I'm just pumping you up. I was just. Right, yeah. Will yeah. the gentleman from New York continue with his joke? <laughs> uh, I'll second that motion. <laughs> uh, I guess they would rather be passing bills instead of drilling Bill's ass. Oh, jeez. What? That's too much. I mean, I've wow. heard of a fill of Buster, but fill me a Buster. Oh, my God. Uh, I've got Aaron out in California. Aaron, how are you doing? Man, well, I was going to say I'm sick and tired of the Photoshop. I want to see something real like ass with stretch marks, but I, yes. maybe I, what? I mean, I don't know if that's okay yeah. to say now. Perfect. Did, so did you guys <laughs> see the video of those guys doing it in the Senate office? No. no. I got to say, it was no, one I of the more. I read about it and I didn't need it. To was see one, it was one. Well, you got to search it Have out. you seen it, Rob? Yeah, of course. Oh. People having sex in the Senate, I don't care who's doing it. It could be, yeah. it could be two aliens. I couldn't care less. I'm watching it. I got to say, tasteful. If you're going to watch some amateur gay porn, it was tasteful. Oh. And the one guy, I got to oh, give sweet. it to him, was he was wearing a jock strap. Okay. What? I think jock straps are coming back, guys. So we be wearing jock straps. So tasteful in a way, like they knew, like they they knew they were being filmed, and they set this up as like an artistic endeavor. Well, or? the one guy knew he was being filmed because he was holding the phone. I think. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the other guy, I think, was all. I don't know if he knew he was being filmed because he seemed to be looking off into the distance. Um. So anyway, Aaron, where were, where were we? All right, listen. Okay, let's, about let's, Lamar. Yeah, let's not mess around anymore. Let's get directly into. The voicemail. And I'm on the wrong on the page. Phone. By the way, you guys should look it up. It's a great video. It's so funny. Leave me alone. Where you think you're going, baby? Hey, I just met you. On the back line, oh, 802 277 Beck. That's 802 277 2325. Hey, guys. I was at a wedding recently where the request from one side of the family at every wedding was to play All I Want for Christmas is You by Mariah Carey. Interesting. No matter the season, no matter the time of the wedding, they always request that, that song. Like the wedding we were at was a fallish <laughs> wedding, not really close to Christmas. So my question to you guys is, Rolling Boned, Rolling Well Toned, or Rolling Grown, uh, that is a good question. All I Want for Christmas by You at a non-holiday wedding. I, I, can I go first? It's not Russ. Or man, sure. you go. It's not, it's not Russ. It's not, it's not Russ. It's not Russ. Russ. <laughs> okay, I like that. Good. Hey, Thank goodness I, I will Russ. say, though, I don't know if I know this caller, but I bet I can sprint faster than this caller. <laughs> I, I bet oh. I can sprint faster. 
He had that he had that accent like he was just a little bit east of here, yeah. maybe slightly north. I don't know. The wind blowing through, like not far from the zoo, kind of. I think high school teams should have to sprint all the time, never stop. Okay, no limit to the amount of sprinting that would do them good. Uh, Russell, what do you think? You're at a wedding. Okay, maybe, and you know, maybe we're all at a wedding. Maybe like in this June or something, like coming up. It's a June, summer June, wedding. I'm free in June. You I think, hear? Yeah. I mean, I can be free in June. I can make busy. Yeah, do you have a I date, Rob? Time. That we should be blocking off? Yeah. <laughs> no. Oh. Okay. <laughs> okay. But uh, you know, I'm wondering how maybe if how to wrap a tiny package. I was going to ask you guys after the podcast. I got a <laughs> tiny package. I don't know if anybody has experience wrapping it, but I'll wait. Uh, we hear this song in June. Okay, at a wedding. What are we thinking about that? I know the way I would react. I know myself well enough. I would be sitting at the table having drinks with friends, and I immediately I would go, what the fuck is this? I was going to say, I, there better be a what the fuck is I, this bullshit. I immediately would say, what the fuck is this bullshit? This yeah. is, you know, get the fuck out of here. You can't play uh, the Christmas song in the middle of June, and then about two minutes later, about half an espresso martini later, I'd be like, you know what, though? I fucking love that song, and I want to yeah, hear it yep. again. And you know what? Then what I would do? I would find the bride or groom, and I would uh -oh. go up and be like, man, I loved when you played that. Oh. That song rocks. So I would immediately go from, what the fuck is this, to I like right. this, to praising it. I, I would I would run the 180 on it. And the, and the bride and groom would say, Russell, how did you get in our hotel room? Why are you here? <laughs> how long have you been waiting here? <laughs> Why yeah. are you running around behind us trying to chill? <laughs> Why do you have your gi open? And can we let go What's of with this the jock strap? And can we let go of this triangle choke right now? Oh. <laughs> Why do you have a printout of Mariah Carey in a red snowmobile suit? No, so we're not going to practice the rear naked choke with you anymore. <laughs> we're married right now. So what I, I got to say, what do I, you guys if, think? I, if I heard this, I think I would be like... Uh, you don't have to take over the wedding. Like you, we can go. Somebody can have a wedding and not have it be part of your bit. But I do love All a good right, bit, I, man. I, I'm gonna go. As, if anybody's listened to this podcast, they know that. I mean, this group and kind of our friend group. All sorts of inside jokes and old running jokes and old running things and bringing up things forever. So if this is a family tradition or even a friend tradition or something like that, I'm all for it. If mm -hmm. it's just some random, like, first time we're going to, this would be really funny, you know, like, yeah. you know, no way. I'm with Russell. Get the fuck out of here. But if it's an inside it's joke or a, a buddy thing, you know, kind of, I'm all for it. I'm all for the traditions. Aaron, what do you think? I mean, you guys know me. If I... Come on! If I hear this, I'm turning up. Like, come on! I, like, yeah. I don't care why they're playing it. If, they, if I hear those, those, that intro of the Glockenspiel, whatever it is, I'm hitting the dance floor. No question. I'd be, I'd be like, can we get some Cotton Eye Joe? More STD songs. <laughs> STDs, yeah. <laughs> hey, uh, this guy out here wants more STD songs. Okay, what do we have? Give me cat scratch fever. Nah, nah. I've got a song that the crab and Little Mermaid sang. What do you think, Rob? You're you're a wedding dancer. Are you out dancing to that one, or what do you think That's of that the big comes thing. on? It's bullshit. Can't dance to it. You know what I mean? Nobody's dancing that song. I just I feel don't like need you it. Kind of do like a little like one of these kind of maybe. I, yeah. like but a guys, little, like, it's December. You can, like, hit a to it, kind of like. I just think hearing that song in June, it would just. I think it would clear the dance floor. Okay, you'd have to you'd have to put on a shout afterwards to bring the old people back out. I don't know. Clear the dance floor, except chicken for dance. me. I'd be out there. I think it's chicken dance. Oh, that's a Matt special. I just don't think it's any good. I don't know. Now, listen, guys, we are going to transition right now into a new part of the show. Never before done. 
ever. Oh, I, we wow. have a Whoa. bit of a uh, a promotion swap going on right now, we do. guys. What, we what does that mean? What we have a promotion, promotion swap. swap. We had a podcast reach out to us and say, "Hey, listen, okay, you." I can't do this because it's an ad. You uh, you help us out and we'll help you out. You know what I mean? Just a little thing for the tickler file. Uh, you know, we're both helping each other out at the same time. All right. Did they reach out before or after they heard the, I'm wearing, I'm wearing a, a leather this was, mask. This was way before, before. Uh, that. Helping each other out at the same time feels like it, that's like a 96 kind of situation. Oh. Well, I mean, in this like economy. Mutual helping. Mutual. No. Okay. So anyway. Listen. Is it a back-to-back, head-to-toe kind of thing? I would recommend, and so I, so we got a promotion from this podcast, Fire Breathing Kittens, and I did listen to an episode today, okay? I did my due diligence just to make sure we weren't getting ourselves in some sort of trouble territory. So we got a message from them saying, Fire Breathing Kittens is an actual play one-shot podcast that plays various tabletop role-playing games with season-long plot. There's a beginning and end every week's story. You can start at any episode. Because some of these old, some of these podcasts... If it's like a long storytelling arc and you 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 have to listen to yep. like hundreds of hours to get into it. I did yep. listen to this one. They start out by describing the characters. They get right into the plot. Very creative, very fun. Nice. Uh, every week is a different combination of the four from the same rotating cast group of people. Join Fire Breathing Kittens as they solve detective mysteries, attempt to comedic banter, and enjoy friendship. And I got to say, I had a good time listening to this podcast. Now, I it was wild to me because I did not realize they were playing fictional characters until one of them was a... Uh, it was like an animal, a jackrabbit of some sort, and I was they like, "They were all, they were all animals. There's dragons with wings, and they had feathers. But this, but this week they had some gold feathers, which yeah. were new, you know. And like, yeah, now, the Matt, fox was trying to eat some rabbit. And, now, Matt, I Matt, texted out Matt, about you this. Listen to, yeah, wow. tell, tell us about that, man. Matt, you don't even listen to our old episodes. No, but Rob <laughs> texted out that he was that he was listening. I'm like, well, I should, pro- you know, I should probably listen to this if we're gonna do this swap mm-hmm. thing, right? Mm-hmm. And I gotta tell you, it is complete. And I say this with all due respect because, and I'll get to why I say with all due respect, it is complete nerd central. Nice. It is like the funniest, but like most creative thing there is. And they're going through this role playing and like somebody's got to carry a ship and they're talking about their characters and where they're going. It's like, it'd be like if you started a story and then I just passed it over to Aaron and then Aaron goes and does oh the story. Oh my God, and he passed can you imagine? You okay. know, it, it, it was- and so I, I listened to it. I was going to pick up my kids. They're at a buddy's house today because winter break kind of stuff. My son, Leo, I'm like, Leo, here, listen to this. This sounds like something you'd like. And he was enamored with it. Just enamored. I think, did he call into the back line? Uh, I think next week, maybe he did. Does it sound scripted, Matt, or is it is it improved? Uh, completely improv. It's okay. completely improv. So it's got to be, I mean, they got to have like a little, it feels like maybe they have a little bit, but it can also, fe- it feels like it's very improv. But I mean, they're, it's just a complete story and it, it, it fits like a Dungeons and Dragons type theme just a, as a very high level where somebody's leading down some challenge and then you got to figure it out. So I don't know. It was, it was very, very interesting if you're somewhat into like role-playing and fantasy, uh, like storytelling type stuff at all. It's, it's wonderful. It's do, a great podcast. Do they so. ever do a role play on how to put someone in a Peruvian necktie? <laughs> not get that. I, okay. <laughs> yeah. Matt and Matt's son both endorse the fire breathing kittens. And that this is unpaid promotion. Unpaid. Yep. This is mutual. Wait a minute. Unpaid. What the hell? Okay. Fine. So <laughs> what would what would you give it out of 10, Matt? One one to ten stars. What are your one to five stars? What are you giving it? One to five, I would give it four. That's I would a say good score. it's a wow. little it's a I mean, it's kinda like this where it feels like it's four friends that are 
probably a lot of inside stuff. So somebody's just listening, they're going to be like, "What the hell?" Sure. You know, on half the stuff. See, for a lot of how many episodes do they have, Rob? I, I uh, listen to like number five thirty nine or something like that. They're, they're releasing yeah. it every week, and the thing is, is that they like it, it, listen. You got to support people who are like, you know what? We enjoy doing this. We should make yeah. a podcast, and they yeah, they do yeah. a good job of it. Which I. You know, unlike some people who maybe have started something and now are stuck doing the podcast and they can't figure out a way to get out of it. This means they hate their families four times as much as we do. Wow. Right? Well, that's a, I don't think that's possible. I was going to say. Oh, no. Because I hate my family zero, Aaron. Zero times four is still zero. None of of these women talked about any, like a a bad first date where a sweaty guy showed up and ordered a bunch of espresso martinis, did they? Yeah. And then he came back in and said, did I bring my computer in here? Can you imagine like the opposite view of the, like the women who've gone on dates with me, like their podcast, like their experience with me? Oh my God. The one who's got a three-year-old now and is like, uh. Oh, so close. Bears going white. Yeah. The one like, he's like, you know, I go out with, I go out to Russell. I say once and all yeah. of a sudden he, he goes. <laughs> doesn't call me back. That's so strange. I think he dyes his eyebrows. I think he may have dyed his eyebrows. From what I, from what it sounds like to me, the creative spirit gets a rolling bone. It should be higher on the list. That's, that's exactly. such a creative thing. I, yeah, right. I appreciate well, people leaning into that. That's very cool. Now, listen, okay. Also, part of their email is they told us how many downloads they get per week. How many? It's a lot more than us, okay? So here's what I want is I want our listeners to just go download the show, give it a listen, and I want to show them that partnering with Beck did better, okay? Even though our numbers are very, very small. We are strong, okay? Ape together strong. We're going to go download that podcast, okay? We're going to make them look like we're important, and maybe they will interact more with us, and we can get famous. Fire-breathing kittens, fire-breathing kittens. All I want to do is get famous so I can leave these three dumb shits behind and have a real podcast, okay? All Russ wants to do is zoom, 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 and a boom, boom. Uh, all right, uh, let's get into rolling, going. How's it going, rolling, going? It's, 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 it's time uh, to see what everybody's up to. Aaron, it's time to see what everybody's up to. Rolling, going. Time for rolling, going. You know what's sad is I can hear how young I sound in that yeah. clip. Oh. <laughs> Don't sound like I was choked by some Neanderthal. <laughs> Rob, Rob, we're at, we're at, uh, we're at plus seven right now. <laughs> T-Wolves are up seven with five minutes to go. Just so you know. Doesn't matter to me. Okay? I certainly don't care. I certainly have more and more money on that each night until now. I'm a little nervous about the amounts, actually. Uh, Aaron, rolling going. Yeah, it's going great with me. Um, I'm doing what a lot of dads are doing on December 21st, which is... Uh, Leave it on the couch. Just putting a tree outside and Celebrate dancing around, yeah, uh, yeah, dancing around with the rest of your pagan friends. That's exactly mm-hmm. right. Yeah. Um, no, I'm uh, you know coming up with some last minute gift ideas for my son, and so I do feel like I need to go to the advice corner. Ooh, oh, oh, is boy, there an advice corner for me? Get, 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 get to the corner. It's time, Aaron. Aaron, um, some advice, corner. expert advice. Oh, Don't yeah. ask her to try the von Fluke chew- choke. Okay. Don't ask her about the Von Fluke show. It's I, not, I, it won't not. go well. I will not. So I know Matt has experience with uh, uh, saying yes to video games. I know that has uh, come with varying uh, degrees of success or not. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm, I'm not sure I'm going to go through with it. But I did think, well, you know, my son wants to play video games at home so badly. So I'm trying to set up our iPad to be his iPad, which, first of all, the parental controls in the iPad are breaking me i've already locked myself out of my own <laughs> ipad because let me just tell you hey him. let me let me tell you from experience lock down the uh spending side of things thank you there's thank a couple you. buttons okay. so that 
They can't spend anything. Honey, what's, can go b- what's XXX tube? <laughs> oh my God, the kid on the iPad. He's got right, crazy. See, he is, must have pushed this it by is exactly why I came here for this advice. So it's going to be an iPad. It's going to be mm-hmm. pretty heavily locked down. I want to get him one racing game. So I've got it narrowed down, and I haven't played either of these games yet. I've got it narrowed, narrowed down to... Wait, Excite what? Bike. Oh, I'm thinking about Rad Racer. I, well, geez, now I'm... Man, okay. Excite Bike or Rad 720, Racer. skate or die. Skate or die. <laughs> skate or die. <laughs> I got it narrowed down to a, a Hot Wheels game where you can build your own racetracks mm-hmm. and race or a Mario Kart type game. But this is for the iPad. So these are not... It's not like the real, real yeah. Mario Karts. Yeah. I don't know. Mario so, Kart. It's Mario not Kart. to me. It's not the Mario. You know what I mean? Like, oh, we can't get sued now. Matt's going Mario Kart. Oh, no, it's real Mario. It's just not Mario. It's like, it's called Mario Kart Tour Aaron, or something, right? Here's it's the like- answer. Here's the answer. You get him one game, and then in two weeks when he gets bored, you buy the second game. You're going to end up buying both games. <laughs> is that okay? what happens? That's the way <laughs> yeah. it is. Yep. Oh, All right? No, absolutely. And, and I can tell you, you know where you're going to go from this now. You are Buying going to Nintendo you're going to get a Switch. TV and a Nintendo or a Nintendo Switch. That is the next step with a screen on it. Or like how long can I legitimately hold out and have him be the only kid of his friend group not having video games at home? What like, grade is he in right now? He's only in first grade. He's there are other other I kids would who don't say have video third games grade yet. by third grade. He's the weird kid. Okay. Oh. Okay. You, you know, you know what I would I'm gonna jump in here. I'm not a parent, I'm an uncle. I've got nephews that play some games and stuff. I'm gonna ask you guys this. I think isn't isn't just delaying it just going to make your kid bad at it? It's it's like if your kid's going to play <laughs> hockey, you might as well let him play hockey from the beginning, right? Because if you wait till they're in third, fourth grade and they just go and get their ass yeah. kicked at it, like what? Mm-hmm. They're not going to even enjoy it then, right? It, why not? If you're if you're going to let your kid do something, why not just let him do it right away? What do you guys think of that? Um, it's a slippery slope. At least <laughs> in my house, like big time, right? Like the only thing I want for Christmas, me, like the only thing oh. I want my kids. It's just when it's time to be done playing, just be done playing. And oh, that is God. like the it's hardest terrible. thing in the world. Yeah. Terrible. You can't do it. And so just, I don't know. But otherwise, you know, a, a nice hour or two off from yeah. kids just up playing video games. It's great. I think yeah. it's great. I think video games are great. Listen, I, a lot of kids, a lot of people use them as release. Okay. I think the only time you're going to have to worry, Aaron, is if you find your kid playing video games and then listening to other podcasts on noise canceling headphones at the same time. Okay. <laughs> that would show that maybe he's pretty much pushed to the edge. Okay. He somehow wants no stimulation from people yet all stimulation in every sense. hole. That's possible. And I'll, and I'll say this, like with my oldest, right? Little, little different academically than some other kids. And so he loves video games. If somebody finally explained it to, or I heard some podcast or something that video games it's the only thing, like, you, you, you're going to go do math problems, right? Like, okay, here you go, Johnny, like, fill out these sheet of times tables or whatever, right? They fill it out, and then they got to wait for the rest of their classmates, right? And it's easy and it's simple. Video games are the only thing that allow you to have instant feedback and an instant reward for completing something, especially, like, mm-hmm. boards and stuff, right? So, like, yeah, if you fail, right. you go back, start over, and you go, and then you, you accomplish something and move on to the next thing, right? So, it's whatever it is, it's meeting their abilities, and it's, you know, at that time. And they're not waiting for their classmates. They're not waiting for other something. They're not waiting until yeah. next week, till another episode, something like that. And so, that's... it. it 100% fits my oldest one, you know? Like, he's just... He likes that feedback, and that's how, you know, he... That's what... 
stimulates him, I guess. Is Aaron, getting that instant I, I, don't, I don't know. When Rob put me in that paper cutter choke, he got immediate feedback whether <laughs> it stimulated me or not. I thought you were going to talk about the game Paperboy. And I was like, if Aaron like buys the game Paperboy for his son, I could never that get would past be the Thursday. rudest. Oh, it would be, if you bought him like that and like Battletoads, just, just buy him impossible games. Like, no, oh, Battletoads, so hard. Yeah. And he'll just be like, if you, who plays video games? This sucks. Nintendo Switch has the the online Nintendo thing. We yeah. can get like seventy eight yeah. games, right? And they got Paperboy, yeah. and they got Punch Out, and they've got everything. You know, they've yeah. Got, the last I, time so. I played Ninja Turtles at the because there's this uh, restaurant um, down in Brooklyn Basin in, in Oakland that has free Ninja mm-hmm. Turtles, Street Fighter, uh, a few <laughs> others, and I got legitimately mad. I was like, No, I'm not like like. I'm fighting yeah. Bebop, Bebop and Rocksteady, and they can move faster than me no matter what I try. Right. And like yep. these, and I'm, I'm getting upset at the game myself. So yeah, I, I get it. Hey, Shredder, it's almost like we planned so they would have to keep putting in quarters, Shredder. I enjoy the tension when Matt is giving me real sincere advice, and and it just, it's like, it's sometimes too much. It's like, uh, it's like the song, sometimes when we touch the honesties too much, you can just, you can just see so mm-hmm. many other people on the podcast just like, yeah. just can't take it. So I appreciate your, your Matt, do you, everyone. so do you do like a, there's an hour limit and there's a hard cutoff or how does that work? I mean, you tr- we, tr- we try, you oh, know, yeah. and yeah. it's a, that's, it's a, it's a battle, but you know, again, like Leo's, I got buddies, right? So they're playing online with things and having a great time and. You know, great. Yeah. But there's always a time to stop. And I just, my only fear, and Rob, you can maybe help me out with this. You got some older kids is that, you know, they're going to go to college and they're just not going to go to class ever because they're just going to play video games oh, for the rest the dream. of their life kind of thing. You know oh. what I mean? It is. It'd be the dream. But like, you have to eventually hey, be Matt, able to stop. They, they right? could end up just like me. Yeah, they could. <laughs> Living I mean, in a basement hey, with an upstairs roommate. Matt, yeah. you, might, you might want to put a hard limit on those video games. Just a warning. I saw Matt kid, Matt's kid heard you say that, Russell, and he took his Nintendo Switch and threw it in the garbage. <laughs> so weird. Yeah. He pulled out a copy of Foucault. Yeah. And he was reading. <laughs> he wrote the espresso machine and everything. He's like, not happening, old man. No, I had a full-on wrestling match with the with the Chromebook the other day because it was like one game on his school app that he wanted to play. I was like, yeah, 30 minutes. And then, of course, it was just like the moment yeah. where I was like, I'm actually trying to wrestle the Chromebook out of my kids' hands. What has happened to me as a parent? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But then I have found the older a kid gets, at least my kid, the older he gets, the better he is at getting rid of it. And it's, you know, or being done or moving on. Okay. And it's just like, Life in general, right? Kids just grow up and think they start getting it. But Aaron, the problem is you guys are idiots. Okay. Oh, I have been playing video games in front of my kids since the beginning. <laughs> my kids think video games are so stupid. They want nothing to do with them. They think anyone who uses them is the biggest loser of all time. Okay. A little reverse psychology. Out. I, that's, that's pretty good. Okay. Do you think so, I yeah. like playing these video games hour after hour and ignoring you? <laughs> I do it for you. Man, I got, I got another question though. This is how old I am. Like I've never played <laughs> video games on an iPad or anything like, does that count as a video game or don't you need like a system with a control? Or if Aaron lets his kid play on no, the iPad, there's like does that count or not? I mean, there's like Roblox and all these other games now, and Every, you know, all sorts of, of iPad games. Yeah, yeah. This all started with a Roblox game that that you can play on my phone. He would, and he was getting like five minutes at a time to play Roblox on my phone, and I was like, mm-hmm. I don't want to give up. My, like I'm missing out on valuable texting time with you guys when he's playing Roblox yeah. on my phone. Yeah. How come? How come this guy? How come this guy? When I'm playing games on your phone, I keep seeing texts that say. Jalen Hurts eats shit, you know, <laughs> throw another touchdown. Like, 
what does some Eagles plus 450 mean, Dad? <laughs> so, Matt, do you ever go, like, go jump on the, the Nintendo, whatever it's called, emulator, whatever it is, and, and challenge your kids to, like, a game of Contra or anything and show them what's up? Or do you ever uh, play no, or no? Like, uh, Punch-Out. What else did we play oh. a lot of? 007-737-5963. Can I tell you what I played a lot of on the Switch? What's that? They have a competitive Tetris game that I played all summer one summer. And I was watching people play it on Twitch. Like, I, that's what I would watch when I was going to sleep is people playing Tetris. I got really, really good at Tetris. I was messed up, man. Seven point difference, minute 16 left. Doesn't matter to me. Okay. Like, keep me updated. And I'll tell you, now I play Tetris sometimes with the kids at school. And I'm like good enough where they're kind of like not impressed. They're like worried. They're like, wait, what? How are you so good at this? Like they think I'm like a spy. I'm like, I'm like, well, it's just Tetris. It's, it's not. You're like that English teacher that's like dunking in the in the student teacher game, and then, but you're doing it on Tetris. Exactly. So like, well, I walked yeah. by, I saw a bunch of blocks on the board, and to me, it was a simple equation. I solved it, no problem. Well, thank you guys for your thoughts. I'm going to get out of the corner now. No, it, no, no. Uh -oh. Long. oh no, I'm still. Russell wants to keep me in the corner. I didn't like about this about Tetris. As a kid, I only played on the Game Boy. I never played a Super Nintendo Tetris before. And then mm -hmm. I got to college and I'd never played the head-to-head -head game. I'd only played on the Game Boy. And so then we would start playing the head-to-head -head game. And I realized like, oh, fucking Zach, the doctor from, you know, mm -hmm. Colorado, who's good at everything, is way better at this than me. And it became he's like a super fun than game. You. He's got a better job than you. He's yes. better at Tetris than you. <laughs> when you Runs faster. When you just are more. playing a single-player Tetris game, you can think you're really good. But when you when it becomes a competitive thing and then it's just like, well, now I suck and I don't really enjoy it anymore. The other thing my son told me about college is that he can't or about video games is that he can't wait to go to college because then he can play snood. So that's yes. where, <laughs> fucking that's loser. Hey, update your kid's a loser. Sorry, Aaron. Get him a win amp player, put on yep. sublime and let him roll, Aaron. He's snood good to go. Snood is for losers, and that is something I will stick by forever. I said uh, it in college. I'll say it now. If you oh, play no. snood, you are a loser. Hey, Sorry. Aaron, if you want to send him out to summer camp in Minnesota, him and I can play free self for the summer trying to beat oh, the unbeatable yes. game. God. Yes. Can you imagine? <laughs> hey, what did you do with Russell all summer? Well, we played a free cell game that we knew... We could not beat, but we played it <laughs> one million times. Oh, over and over. All right, I'm truly getting out of the corner, and I, speaking of my son, I have to go say goodnight to him, so I want to know how it's rolling going with Russell, and I'll be right Ro back. Rolling going. Things are going pretty well with me. I actually, Aaron was talking about uh, uh, Christmas gifts. I figured I could ask you guys a little, maybe uh, maybe I need to go into the corner, Rob. I need uh -oh. some Christmas oh, gift advice as well. Get, get, wow. Get to the corner. It's time. Oh, is there a wet Russell's spot in the corner? corner. Oh, yeah. Is the corner kind of moist? It feels moist over in the corner. Moist. Very yeah. moist. Speaking of moist, so I might no, just Don't before, I go, before I get, go into the corner, um, I did make some espresso <laughs> martinis tonight. This was the first night where, have you guys ever gotten one where they sprinkle the coffee huh. grounds over like half on, the drink? Hold on one sec, Russell. Yes. Russell, one second. Hold on. Yes. We're at nine points with 30 seconds, 36 seconds left, Rob. Fuck yes. Fuck okay, yeah. sorry. Go ahead, Russell. Kids can go to college. Yes. So this is the first time where I've seen espresso martinis where they kind of sprinkle the grounds over the yeah. top of the foam over like half the drink. It almost I, looks like an Oreo is rested right across the top, well, right? No, Rob? wait a minute. It's not the beans. They're actually taking old grounds. They're taking like ground well, up it's espresso. The grounded beans. It's not, no, yeah, Rob. Well, no, it, I it know looks, what the I know what the grind is made of, Russell. I know it starts as beans, but it's not so, like whole beans on there. No, it's use this. It's like they there is a there they always put the three beans. That's like a rule of espresso All martinis. Right. Three beans. But some places occasionally they'll sprinkle like on half of the glass, like it's a hard line where half of the glass is kind of the powder 
from the oh. from the ground. So it kind of looks like it's like this. You oh, know, it's on clash the rim? of colors. No, it's right on the foam on the top. Mm. But yeah. I tried that today, and I definitely overdid the gro- the grounds oh. on the top, and so that it's like clumped up and it started to curdle. It's not Oof. good. So lesson Russell. lesson learned. You might not sleep for like two nights now. That's going to be something. Shit happens. So <laughs> the the two the two Christmas. Um, I'm going to talk about gifts, both giving and receiving gifts. So mm-hmm. um, why don't we start with uh, uh, receiving gifts? So okay. the, the other day, uh, the uh, the um, oh, the, the what would you yeah, call the, 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 huh? the, no, the festive the festive person in the house? We were sitting in our chairs, listening to records and everything, and I was kind of looking for um, just kind of other gifts for other people. Looking for some, I started looking at record stuff and Amazon, looking, and I came across there's a new book out there. It's called. Um, Booze and Christmas. Essentially, oh. you know, we've got booze and vinyl for the yes. two. There's Russell. another book out there. Rob. Do I need to stop? <laughs> Seven points. They hit a they hit a two-pointer with at the buzzer. <laughs> <laughs> seven points. Was wine seven and a half? Push. It was supposed to be six and a half. Oh. Yeah. Somebody got it at eight. Oh. <laughs> I didn't know Le- LeBron was sitting. Who cares? Okay. <laughs> Man, the fucked up. No, let me tell you. That money's never coming back to a real bank account. Let's just be real. That's true. Everybody spell tendinitis right now. E-E-N-D-E-N-T-I-D-I-T-I-S. There's no E in there. Nope. Rob Dons. T-E-N-D-O-N-I-N-T-I-S. No, Matt. T-E-N-D-O-N. I got that right? No. This is one of the most fucked up things I've ever read. It is. I read this on ESPN.com today. I saw LeBron was sitting with ankle tendonitis. T-E-N-D-I-N. No. I-T-I-S. That is how you spell tendonitis. It's fucked up. What? You know, one more. It would be levendinitis. Yeah. Tendonitis. Now, I, of course, can spell it simply. You guys know. You spell it with an I. Tendinitis. Do, do you mean tendinitis? Tendonitis. Oh, there it is. Mayo Clinic has it with, when the tendon so, was inflamed. So St. John's, so Johns okay. Hopkins has it with an O, but but Mayo had it with an I. Oh, this is oh wow, it's a showdown. This is a real sharks and jets situation. I pray our advertisers don't hear this part of the show. <laughs> <laughs> Rob, if if you had bad tendonitis and I put you in a heel hook in Vegas, do you think that oh. would do it or not? Oh, that's not funny. We practice those sometimes. Donna, really scary here. I guess you, you know Mayo Clinic. That's that's pretty close to my house from Richfield. I live <laughs> I live pretty close to Mayo Clinic. <laughs> Much closer than Rob does. Right. Not a big deal to me. How close things are to my home. Okay. Not a big deal at all, is it? I actually was thinking about college where we all went or whatever yeah. you jerk off said about that. I'm sorry to derail Russell's rolling going. It's only like the fourth. I've done it three times. Already, so I so, got to apologize more than so you. So Russell was getting a gift. The person was down on her knee and then Russell got distracted by something and walked away. Was that the story you were telling Russell? Oh, no. wow. so, so, so anyways, I was, I was looking online Very and it turns it. out um, the Very Darlington brother and sister, the, the, the brother and sister who wrote booze and vinyl and booze and vinyl Two, mm-hmm. have also have another book out there. I think it's called like uh, booze and holidays or holidays and vinyl. Essentially it's a book with like all the great holiday albums paired with drinks, like uh, amazing, right? What more could you ask for? Wow. So did you buy it? So I'm going online and the, the, uh, the uh, festive holiday lover upstairs 
I'm telling her about, oh man, this is amazing. I didn't know they had this. I'm about to buy it. And the, the festive person in the house says, do yeah. not buy that book. Mm-hmm. Oh, and I yeah, look and I'm like, I'm, you did it. Why, why would I not buy the book? Yep. Do not buy that book. Why would I not buy Why would I not book? buy that book? <laughs> <laughs> so if I were it, a brat, I'd buy like this book. It's like my kids. Yeah. So I'm going to buy the book. It becomes apparent that, video game. that maybe the, <laughs> the festive weeks. goer in the house got an amazing gift for me, right? And so then we kind of go through, I, I'm, pl- you know, playing the game where I've got to buy the book. I've got the other two. I like how, you know, we, we kind of have this back and forth. The question is, and today, right before we came on, the, uh, the festive person in the house said, well, maybe you should open one gift today. Do you open the gift early if yes. you may know what it is? Or do you wait for the holiday, wait for Christmas or Christmas Eve and open it then? We could get hit by a meteor tomorrow. If someone says, do you Aaron, want to open this gift today? Aaron. You open that gift. Honestly, I think if you know what the gift is, it doesn't count as a gift. Okay. Oh. <laughs> not a gift. It's not. Yeah. You guessed what it is. Guess what? Not a gift. She's got to get another gift. That's the way it is. Okay. So when you get it, turn it, send you, it back. Yeah. When you get it, say you open up the wrapping paper. It's not a gift. Today. <laughs> to be fair, Rob, this was after we had the conversation where there was like six gifts under our, our Christmas tree. And um, none of them were wrapped by me. And I explained, I thought we weren't doing gifts this year. Oh, no. Oh, my God. <laughs> what do you think, man? <laughs> wait, wait, wait. I got a special holiday edition. Oh, good. I mean, I guess it all depends on what else you plan on doing on, during the holidays, maybe around the family, down with the, wherever you're traveling. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Is there other plans that... We don't know about because I mean, this is going to come out after all this happens, right? It's true. So, it all depends. It all depends on what. What do you think, Matt? Would you have opened? Would you have opened a gift that if you kind of figured no. out what it was, even if it? To be fair, this is a gift which is perfect for this time of year, week or so after the holidays. Maybe it's not the most perfect gift, but right now it is the perfect gift. Well, then she should have given it to you like a yeah. week ago, right? Like on the fifteenth yeah. or something like hey, that. Right? Matt, so. I appreciate you being critical of the festive person. Aaron and Rob, <laughs> would you like to be critical of them too? Pass. No, thank you. I no. think that anytime you can receive that gift is great. But I agree that four days before Christmas is better than four days after. So now's the time. Seize the moment. Can we just normalize? Can we just normalize giving cash? I just <laughs> let's normalize cash. Just everybody stop. Well, nobody yeah, wants to give. Let's have a lot of we like weird cash. lateral income transfers for no reason. I mean, yeah, the problem is the problem is is cash uh, should be normalized as long as the people aren't asking for cash, right? Like, is I don't and I don't want to offend anybody who had like a wedding, but like I I love giving cash at weddings, but when people are like, oh, we just want you know like fifteen hundred bucks for our, our we can go we can go on our honeymoon, so we can go on our honeymoon. It's like oh, you're man, getting Guitar you Hero from kind of, me if you do that, yeah, <laughs> yeah, you know things like that. So I'm with you, Rob, because my brother keeps asking me like, well, what do I get? What do, what should I get the boys? And I'm like, just get them cash, yeah. man. They'll go to buy whatever they want. You don't have to worry about it. And you know, I think a little bit of it is he doesn't have his own kids. So he just likes buying presents or whatever, but the other thing. So, so I was talking about receiving gifts when you kind of figure something out too quick, how do you handle it? The other thing I was going to ask you guys is, uh, I thought it would be nice. Are, are you allowed to get gifts? We've talked about this before with tickets. What about records? Can you get gifts that you're going to benefit from, but you think you're, your festive person in your house might also enjoy and give it to them as a gift. I've done that. Yeah. Yeah, I've done that because I buy records that she definitely doesn't want to listen to. So then I'm like, oh, I bought a record we can listen to together. Yeah, I've tried that one. So that works. You're saying, Aaron, have you wrapped? Did you wrapped it up, Aaron? And 
Yeah, I'm still married. I don't know. You'd have to ask her how she how she appreciated it. But yeah, yeah but you, but you have a carving knife. I have more like a butter knife. So I've got I got a little bit standard. And now I'm thinking about it. <laughs> Honey, your Christmas gift is not nearly good enough compared to your dick size. Oh, okay. yikes! <laughs> what do you think, Rob? Can you give like a a gift to us? Can you give a, a gift to us or no? I think that's what you have to do after a while oh, yeah, as a couple is you sure, have to get yeah. a mutual gift. Like I was going to get a different kind of squat bar. I was like, yeah, well, everybody, every, who doesn't want a new kind of squat bar? Everybody in the family would use this. Instead, I got her a mouth guard, which is not really something <laughs> both of us could use. Maybe. Hey, I mean, hey, you can use, both of us like can use anything if you try hard enough. You should, you should put this mouth guard on before you put that, in that Kimura on me because I might flail a little bit while you put me out. Wouldn't she appreciate a new squat bar? Like, I feel like that would be right, like, fully in her wheelhouse. Yeah, but I didn't buy one, Aaron. I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> I swear, this week came up so fast after you. I was like, every, the gifts are coming in. I was like, why are they coming in so early? And the next thing I know, it's like, it's the holidays. I'm like, fuck. So I, I already figured out from you guys that I can definitely give. The, it is all right to give gifts to us. So the two gifts that I gave, one is addressed to the festive person in the house, and the other one is addressed to Russ and the festive person in the house. So. Maybe next week I'll share with you guys what those festive gifts were. Is that up there? I can't yeah. wait. Russ opens up the envelope to him and goes, oh, my God, it's a Magnum condom. <laughs> I can't <laughs> believe this is a festive gift. But really, it's a gift for both of us. <laughs> we're only going, Matt. Uh, it's going well. I think I, I, I need to go to the advice corner, too. Oh, my it's really more for Oh, man. It's the time of year, man. Get, we're all get, out here trying to do our best. It's time. For I think Russell's we've got an issue that we got to talk through, and I think this oh, is the good spot yeah. to talk through it. I quit. Oh, wait, what? You quit? Oh, I want to get ahead of stuff. This is like if somebody's I, like, hey, this is kind of the perfect thing because we've got somebody who's probably really into this, somebody who kind of care less but still mm -hmm. likes to hang around, and somebody who's quit. We've got a quitter okay. in our midst. Oh. All right. Oh. We're talking fantasy football here. Oh, oh no. Okay. <laughs> Aaron's the quitter. Guilty. He's a quitter. Guilty. He hates, <laughs> he hates fun. He hates hanging out. He hates text chains yeah. with his friends. $50. <laughs> I don't have time he to jump it. on one Zoom call for like 28 minutes in the middle of the Man, call. Too busy. I did that Zoom call on the bus. I did it on BART. I did it, and it sucked. Like when I was. Aaron, the Aaron when's the last time you were on a sucked. bus? You work from home. You haven't been on a bus in five years. Let's go. I know it was five straight. years ago. Yeah, I quit, yes. I quit before then. <laughs> All right, let me just let me just read through. Uh, we've got somebody in our league, and I'm just going to read through, and you guys tell me what we should do, what you think we should do, and how we should handle this. Okay. What maybe some suggestion? What week one? This person at 18 points. They started one player, Cooper <laughs> Cup, who was out for three weeks. Week two and three, they were good. 61 points, 41. I would say the Mendoza line in our league is maybe 60 points okay. kind of a deal. Is that a good was that a good line, maybe you think? Mm -hmm. So, you know, week two, 61 points, week three, 41 points. Week four, it's 60 points, but they started a wide receiver, Rashad Bateman, who was out. Week five, 54 points. Lockett. Bye. He had him in there the we go. starting. Mm. Week six, 31 points. He had his quarterback. Jones was out. Week seven, Jones is out, and Pierce is on a bye. Week eight, he had 54 points. Jones is out. Jones Jones was out with an injury, came back for like two weeks, and then was out. So this, I think two weeks with an injury, that's not, you know, one week, you kind of, eh, you're right, but two weeks. Week nine, 25 points. He has Pierce Ooh. out, and we have Pirine on a bye. Week 10, 22 points. Jones out. Brown on a bye. Goddard on a bye. Pierce is out. Week 11, 19 points, Jones out, Pierce out, Goddard out. 
Week 12, 29 points. Jones out, Goddard out. Week 13, Jones out, Bateman out of bye, Goddard out. And week 14, we have 26 points. Jones out. And, you know, I kind of started looking back on and all of these things. You got Cooper Cup and Alvin Kamara, who he never started once. And in at least the last three weeks, those guys, so he had 26, 26, 29. Those two combined had more than those points by themselves. So the, the ultimate is he never checked the lineup all year is never results. No, at yes. least after like weeks. It was just, so that was, was me. That's why I quit. That, that, one I, in that 13 on the year. That one in 13 on the year. So Rob, as commissioner of the league, how are we going to handle this? Huh? Why, why, do, do I get, do why, I get why, to why, guess? Wait, do I get to guess? Why, who it is? To the, why, to why do I have to make a decision? <laughs> I feel like this. Matt's <laughs> trying to get kicked out of the league. Like he's trying to get kicked off the podcast. Listen, I got to say guys, I, fantasy football who just doesn't hold the juice for me anymore. Yeah. I just, I don't know. I feel like I've moved. I feel like somebody who's like, Oh, you know, you want to like huff gas. And it's like, what huffing gas? You know what I mean? Like I'm sniffing markers. Like before like you could buy up. beer and everything. That's what, that's how you got had to get mm-hmm. high. And yeah, I don't you got know. your I daily just, fantasy betting. I remember I used to like get the magazines and like, I'd watch shows about it. And, and now I'm just like, I, it's just, I don't know. I don't know if I got burned out or what the thing is, but I think that person probably should uh, maybe not harass the commissioner about when he pays out the league. Okay. Because it turns out that people are busy. <laughs> so I get not starting guys. Cause sometimes you get busy. Sometimes you get busy for 51 weeks or so right before the league is going to start. And you can't pay up. I don't know, man. What do you do? You, you're going to find another person to put in the league who's a normal person. I don't well, think, I think so. we've got. I think we've got some options these days. And what I, do you think? I don't know. Maybe maybe we need like a one more year kind of a, a warning just to put him on hey, probation. Do I get, do I get to guess who this is? I, I guess you could. Hey, I, don't know. I, I didn't. I mean, I didn't want to personally. I don't even know if person Cooper Cup's on, on my team. To, it could very well be me, and I don't even know. <laughs> That's not a good I, mean, I don't to our hundreds of listeners. I don't want to out this person, but is this person a listener? I, if I had to make a guess, uh, yeah. I would guess does this person uh, like to take shots. I would guess this listener likes to, <laughs> likes to have a beer during like three p.m. Sometimes, yeah, <laughs> likes to know who else is drinking. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yep, yep. Could this person bench press more than anyone on this podcast except for Rob? But it might be close. I yes. Oh well, yeah. yeah. Well, I can tell you exactly. I am not doing anything to that person. Okay, we need that person. Okay, that person is a sh- bright, a bright, shiny light in our lives that we cannot make that is mad true. in any way. That's absolutely true. Okay. Yeah, that part is 100% true. I, I would almost say the person who proposes to get rid of that person from the league is the person who gets booted out of the league. Full transparency. Never do we want to get rid of this person, but we do need to publicly shame them publicly just shame a little them. bit. Yeah, just a little bit. I think that's bit. fine. You know, just a tiny bit to see if we can... Get a little bit of movement out it's, of them next it's year. It's bad. So. I couldn't even tell you where I finished in some of my leagues, guys. Oh, you were you were second to last this year. This guy was one ahead of you. <laughs> God, not a loser. Okay, in your face, mom. <laughs> Matt, do you know where a pile of shit two finished this year? Um, <laughs> let me see if I can find it for you yeah. here. I lost a I lost a Barry from Burnsville in the in the playoffs. This I mean, week. to be real, I, if I were to guess in this league, I think there's probably three out of twelve who pay attention. I would bet Joe from Woodbury pays attention. John Matt from on the podcast pays from when uh, John right. from Oatana is probably fifty fifty. Let's go. The Johnnies were twelve and two. They took first place. Whitey Wackers ten and four. Huh? I said John from Oatana. He won the league. He won the league. Yep. Yeah, so he's Whitey Whackers. The Ghetto Cowboys. <laughs> off constantly. So Ghetto Cowboys off constantly. Dumb shit listeners. We're all eight and six. Finished three, four, five. Klein Droppers. 
Seven and seven. Show me your TDs. Seven and no seven. No way does he set his lineup every week. <laughs> Studwell's Sacker, he, Saxters. He probably does. He's just six not very eight. good. Powers of Pain. Six and eight. Six oh, and eight. Oh, that's pain. Six and eight. Eight, nine, ten. We're all six and eight. And then we have RB, RGBG. RGBG. What does that stand for? Yeah, I, don't, I, I never know what that stands time. for. Nobody knows. Five <laughs> and nine. And then we've got time changes RGBG. people at one and 13. Uh, well. Listen, at this point, okay, no offense to John, but if you're winning a fantasy football league, you're a bad dad. Okay, you're a bad dad. You're not a good parent. Okay, you're spending too much time on fantasy football. All right, you're watching every little Yahoo video they send you. Okay, knock it off. Probably right, someone who hasn't gotten a haircut in a few years either, right? Man, I'd let mine grow if I had his hair too. That's true. Well, he had Christian McCaffrey and yeah, he's Jalen Hurts. So somehow he got I those think two I, guys. I have more personal respect for the guys in the league who don't pay attention than the ones who set the lineup every day. Thank you. Yeah, we're heroes. I mean, it's once a week. You just have to literally go in and takes 13 seconds. But you got to do it by Thursday at 3 p.m. Pacific. That's I, hard. I, I always forget my Yahoo login, and then I have to set a new password, and then I forget oh. the new password. And Listen. it's like, it's this vicious cycle of like, oh, I don't have the password on my computer. I have to reset it. Then it screws it up. So when I use the app, it, I've got to reset. It's like a back and it's it never works. Mom. I've got I've got somebody I'm married to that you should meet, Russell. You guys oh. have very similar stories. Oh. Any chance they'll be in the same place anytime soon or no? Absolutely not. talk about this? Yeah. I would never let her buy. What if she picked up <laughs> Russell's envelope and it was full of that condom? Don't leave your girl around Russell. True player for real. <laughs> <laughs> Rolling going. I wonder what this person would get me as a Christmas gift if they had a $10 limit. <laughs> It's, guys, the, listen, Russell. Hey, first what? of all, okay, what? this was the biggest squat bar we could buy you for ten dollars. Okay, that's I want to explain that to you. Okay. Rolling, going, Russell. Rot, Rab. Rolling, going, husband. Rabbi. Uh, listen, Rabbi. Okay, it is that time of year. Okay, I've got to go into the holiday advice corner. Oh, that's, that's that a four for four? All four corners in the seven quarter house. But mine is holiday hours. Oh my god, the bells are so loud. Hey, they're showing Anthony Edwards signing a bunch of kids jerseys after the game. Um, guess he didn't have the same thoughts about those kids as he did the other ones, huh? Oh no. What? I guess I guess he's fine with those kids showing up to his games. I need some advice, okay? Am I... Do you think I'm a bad person? Do I need to stop doing this? That yes. I love getting Christmas cards from people to see how weird their wives have gotten. Oh, you know what I mean? Like, you just look at some of these wives and you're like, whew. They weirded out, mean? man. Something happened. Well, I'm interested like, just, Who's like, who judging the like, I'll get Christmas cards from like the Simonsons. And I'm like, who are the Simonsons? And she's like, oh, we went to that thing with them. And like, they work with me. And I'm like, so then I look and I'm like, man, these kids kind of look like frogs. You know what I mean? Like the kid, <laughs> like you see weird kids on Christmas cards. Right? Like so who, are, who are some weird wives you've... Yeah, let's start going. Top five, top five weird wives you've encountered <laughs> yeah. this year, Rob. All right, All right Zach. Number five. <laughs> number one, Zach's wife. Weird as hell. Five? Number five? Yeah, weird number five. Hell. Number four. Okay. Number four. Uh, <laughs> Rob, who is number four? I, listen, it's John Hoff's wife. Marrying John... That's weird. When we went to that wedding, the stories... Oh, I can't use this. I got to bleep out his last name. Yeah. That when we went to his wedding, 
We told stories, and then the high school friends were like, oh, yeah, check out this fucked up story. And we were like, whoa, that story was way more fucked up. And the friends were like, what about this shit? What he did this? You know, so this I was always is, like, this is oh, burying the keys one is the best one. The burying the keys. Oh, burying the keys, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, this doesn't have anything to do with field. Christmas cards. This has to do with uh, so this stories story, at their wedding. This is a story. Well, yeah, because she's got to be weird if she married him. No offense. Oh, jeez. Okay, now he's playing fantasy football. Okay, but I don't <laughs> think he gets league. a card out. He's winning. I don't think. I don't think they send out a card because it would look like she married like a caveman. <laughs> you know what I mean? Listen, <laughs> this might be the end here. Yeah, Maybe this is, is the end. You guys don't. League. You guys this don't look all at of kids. our listeners. Matt got it. Matt got it. Well, you guys asked me who the next weirdest Ruff. wife was. Number three. Who's number three? Who's yep. number three? I get no. I'm not doing that anymore. Listen, Whoa, here's no. the thing: you cannot do a top you five list it. and bail on number four. <sighs> okay, there's some. One of our friends has is like only wears like hand homemade dresses now. It's very what? strange. It's like she's on Little House in the Prairie. Oh no! It's so okay. bizarre. That's pretty okay? weird. It makes me think like it's like a steps, it's uh, like a sister wives type situation. It's kind of what it looks tell, like. Tell me more. Oh, <laughs> I don't know. Do you guys just like, that's why I, am I a bad person for looking at weird kids? Matt, you had a big reaction to weird kids on the Christmas card. I think, you know, no, what I'm I just about. think, I mean, everybody's kids at some point and even you growing up, right? Like you, everybody's got weird times in their lives. True. Kids are weird, things like that. And so, well, and as somebody whose wife is a photographer, I know that, you know, these things are not cheap. So people mm -hmm. get dressed up and they buy new outfits. And, you know, it's not like they're just wearing the everyday stuff that you see them in, things like that. So, yeah, you're probably just used to seeing people at the gym, right? And all of a sudden they're dressed up in some family photos, hanging off a bluff or something like that. And you're like, well, interesting. Yeah, I mean, everybody wants the bluff. Everybody wants got to go. You, know, you got to go be on those cobblestone roads, don't you? Right. You got to be <laughs> right. to be in the forest, or you got to be in the I fields. Think that's of gold. literally every picture in this year's Christmas card. Oh, I got to say, you know what brings this up to me? Talking about not because I wasn't. I'm not just thinking about weird looking. The, kids the number one wife. Who's the number one? Who's wife? number that's two? Who's, we haven't gotten a two or one yet. No, I'm yeah. not doing. I'm you not doing those. So close. Don't be. <laughs> a you you're making me edit so much out. It's crazy. <laughs> hey, why, hey, why don't you just be like Aaron in the fantasy football league and quit that shit? Quit that. Quit my weird wife fantasy league that I have. Yes. <laughs> hey, my wife only talks about powerlifting with me. Oh, that's weird. Huh? It is? I will say this, and we we haven't done it, and I got to make a note for next year that, you know, as we get older, like, I, I think I sent a text out about six months ago, like, how old is everybody's kids? Like, are we yeah. in... 10th grade, you know, you just don't know anymore. Mm -hmm. I think you, you just lose track. So I just appreciate when people put the ages down. We, obviously on our card, we didn't put the ages down of the kids, but we're going to have to start doing that because it's good just to know how old these Keep kids track are. Of how oh. close to death we are, yeah. Right. So yeah. I remember why I brought this up. It's because my wife, it's the funniest day of the year when my wife gets the Christmas <laughs> cards in the mail and she goes, oh good, now we can send these out. Now guys, when she says this, I laugh so hard. <laughs> I think it's one of the funniest things of the entire year where she says, oh, yes, we should get these cards. Guess what? Those cards ain't going out. We're not sending out those cards. We've got box after box of bought Christmas card that we do not send out. We once sent out two Christmas cards in one envelope. Why don't you contribute a little more? You could send those out, Rob. Why don't you contribute a little more around the house? I'm not doing. I'm not doing that. I'm busy doing the podcast. Rob, here's what you do. Hey, I made I, I that saw parody song today. No, one of those TikToks or whatever. I saw somebody had a joke thing where they literally just found 
Christmas cards and then they would send them to their parents mm-hmm. and then film them trying to figure out if they knew who the people were. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it's, it's a great bit. It's such a good bit. I, I don't know who this is, you know? And so I did maybe just a, send, just find like 50 random, just send your card out to 50 random. I should, people. I should do that. I should bring it to my sisters and just hang up a random card. I, yeah. Like from one I, of our <laughs> friends, we hang them up. She's like, what the right. hell? I did have a Christmas card moment. Um, two, one of you on the podcast texted me and asked for my new address. The other two of you did not. Matt was the one who texted me and asked. We, yeah, we're, we're not sending cards out this year. I did have mm. this moment where I, I was like, oh, I have a new address. Do you guys proactively text people and say, hey, I have a new address? I think it's kind of conceited to assume that anyone would ever even want to mail me anything. So I don't I think proactively, yeah. I don't proactively send it. I just figure wow. if someone asks, I'll give it. But like, can you imagine if I would have on the 15 person text chain been like, hey, just in case you guys need it, here's my address. That's that's fucking yeah. weird, right? That's weird. Yeah. Well, it's, I think it's on that weird. text chain it's fine. But I think any like I yeah, I, I think everyone on that text chain I, you're referring to would listen, like to know where to find you for sure. So I, that's okay. Number one, Russell, if you sent that. Every single person will look at the address and, goes, and just say, who gives a shit where Russell's living? <laughs> I'm not sending him shit, what? okay? I would, look, I, I, would ma- I would map that thing right away. I'd be no. like, what's the closest burrito shop? And What's the and best bar nearby? To like, be that's, fair, that'd be, that'd it, be that nice. address has mattered. Matt once came and um, he cleaned my gutters for me when I wasn't there or at least paid someone oh. to do it, one or the other. What? Yeah. Aaron has sent me records to that address and Rob... Well, I guess Rob hasn't done anything. I believe he sent a towel, <laughs> but he sent it to the wrong address. Well, he went to Matt's house, and I never got it. I had to go to Matt's house the, to get it. So the real thing is, Russell, I know yeah. where you live. I've been coming by and stealing some Amazon packages every once in a while. Okay, you should <laughs> see this food processor I have. It's so nice. I could process anything. Okay, you want some of this baba ganoush? Uh, all right, listen. Let's get into the album. Oh we shit! May, we may be at like podcast? a two hours. This is my favorite part of yeah. the show. Let's talk about the album. Oh. We are talking about Kendrick Lamar. Damn. All right. Uh, This is Kendrick's fourth album. Okay. And Damn has been characterized as conscientious rap. Mm. In a 2017 New York Times article. Okay. That featured somebody named Tom Waits. Okay. What's he building in there? I love Tom Waits. And Beck. Kendrick said, oh, yeah, I'm also working on a, another album. So this is two after To Pimp a Butterfly. He releases Humble, and it goes to number one in his second week. Bum, bum, okay, bum, It's up bum, there for like four non-consecutive weeks. It's his first number one as a solo artist. Do you know what his first other number one was before this? Not as a solo artist. Bitch, don't kill my vibe. It was uh, Bad Blood with Taylor Swift. Because he, he was rapping. Oh, wow. That's uh, it's wow. a good one. Uh, this damn became his most commercially successful album. And he said that, that this won Best Rap Album Grammy in 2018. So let's get into Damn Kendrick. Now, Russell, last week you and I talked a little bit about listening to Kendrick. Mm-hmm. And I said, it stresses me out. I, I know he's one of the greatest rappers of the he 2010s. He is just, the greatest rapper in the like, He is 2010s rap. I feel. I, I mean, when you look yeah. at like how successful he was in this time frame, it's he's like a juggernaut. He's huge. So I was. But Aaron, how is he different day. from like next week? We're doing uh, uh, Public Enemy. Like this is so different from that. Yeah, well, it's much I later. Know. I mean. 
this album is where, yeah, so the time is different. He is lyrically so dense in a way that Chuck D was starting to be, but that Kendrick perfected. I mean, he's Kendrick's of the like Rakim lineage, right? And this is the album where he's rapping his ass off perhaps the most. Matt. I was going to say, I think they're both conscious rappers, right? I mean, they're both very poignant in what's going on in date and time, things like that. But yeah. it's completely different. Uh, not completely, but it's a different uh, way of getting it out, if you will. And man, you can feel, you can absolutely, just absolutely feel every word that he says on this album. That's what I like yeah. so much about it. Like, you don't, I don't think there's any filler. I don't think there was any just, I'm just, I need a couple here. I'm, you know, I got a day or two to just hammer out a couple. I mean, he as every single word, he is on point and you can feel it. Now on this one, DNA Lamar, he started rapping this I got, I got, I got, and then I got said, okay, I've wrapped this acapella and now build a beat around it. Can you imagine how hard that is? To build a beat to somebody's rapping? I think that would be easier. Yeah. I don't actually know who did the production, do we know? Mike Will made it? Mike Will. Mike Will. Oh, Mike Will made it. Yeah, I mean... I was just going to say, I think there were, weren't there different producers on a lot of them? Or? Yeah, Mike Will's on a lot of it. Okay, but. okay no, just, just, go, just go way to the end. Go to like, you know, with like a minute left here. We have to listen to that. I mean, it just, the build up to this point, just unbelievable. I, I'm telling you guys, I want to appreciate it. I do. It's just, oof. it's just it's so frantic. I mean, I can feel that, Rob. Like, it's not really, uh, this one for me is easier to put on and listen to. I also like, this album, I listened to a ton when my son was born, so I mm -hmm. like, because it came out in 2017, right? He was born in April 2017. So this album I listened to when, like, when I was holding on to him. I listened to it at the when I like started trying to exercise after he was a little bit older, like going back mm -hmm. to work and go to the gym. Oh my so, god, I got to get out of this house. Yeah, so that, this album dad exercise. To me, there is nothing, Aaron. You know? There is nothing like dads who have kids and then are immediately like, "Well, always now it's time to pursue my lifelong pass passion." Of endurance sports, I've got to get out of this house. I've got to get out of this house for push-ups. I'm yeah. not doing the 26.2 today. I'm doing the hundred. <laughs> doing the hundred. But wait, yeah. that wasn't me. No, no, I, mine was. I'm gonna go. Mine was. I'm gonna go to the gym at my office and deadlift 115 pounds. That's that's where I was at. You don't, you don't, you don't even go to, to the work at your office, but you go use the gym. I did back then. Not now. That was in 2017. That was a long time ago. But I can see, I can see how this is not easy to listen to. I don't think he intends it to be easy to listen to, but I think it's a perfect rap album. Yah is in Yahweh. My, my takeaway with with you can play this one, Rob. I I think I just am, am so connected with like the '90s gangster rap, the stuff that we were into as kids, and those that just felt like it had more of like I don't know if you call them a hook, or I don't know if you call it like a something you can easily sing along with. Whereas I don't know if you can do that as much with this. Maybe he's just too skilled, and I can keep up with Snoop Dogg. I can't keep up with uh, Kendrick. But no, you're right. He doesn't let you rap along. I mean, the like, what's he? Love and loyalty both have good hooks on them, but yeah, he's not easy to rap along with. Elements. 
His slang and wordplay are really dense. Can I just tell you how famous Kendrick Lamar is? How famous is he? This song first came out on LeBron James's Instagram story. That's where it was first released. That's pretty cool. Can you imagine being a musician and LeBron James breaks it for you? On the- LeBron James. Oh, he's LeBron so James. Cool. I did email Shohei Otani and see if he could promote our podcast now that he's famous enough. But we'll see if that works out. Dude, we might make more money than him. Did you see how much he deferred in that contract? That is stupid. Stupid. What? He's making $45 million a year from his endorsements. Yeah. He doesn't need it. Oh, no. Hey, good, luck. good luck getting in line as a creditor when that team goes bankrupt in five years. <laughs> oh, boy. Russell. Does he still get paid when he gets Tommy John again in a year? Like, is that stuff guaranteed? Russell, now. Russell, <laughs> Russell, you should read about the tax implications that they think they found the loophole for the tax implications Ooh. about delaying it for 10 years Ooh. and not taking it right away that he might be like saving like 15% on his taxes. And that might be the, the actual reason why he's doing it. So look into the tax implications. Some of these people need to learn to pay their fair share. And as a California <laughs> resident, I'll be bearing the burden of that tax. <laughs> yes, you will. <laughs> tax yes, deficit. You will. Give us some water, Shohei, please. <laughs> we just want a little water. Nah, we want to see you hit some dingers. Fuck yeah, this Rango rules. out here. Wait, this French drain cost me another 32% over what you told me it was going to cost? <laughs> Fucking Shohei. I got uh, French drain updates next week. Deal. We've got Thundercat on the base. You guys ever watch any Thundercat YouTube videos? Oh, of course. Thundercat is a weird, weird guy. Very fun. Fun personality. Thundercat's on so many of these 2000 yeah. rap albums. 2010. Because of the, yeah, because of the Flying Lotus Collective. So this whole LA scene was like really wrapped up together. Thundercat, come on. School Q. Yeah. Damn, you guys are smart. I'm dumb. Waiting for you to argue with me. That's like tonight I said to Jenny. Jenny, okay, so get this, okay? Before we get to loyalty, which actually won for best loyalty, rap loyalty, loyalty. song by a duo. Uh, this won a Grammy for that. This, actually, I'll play it right now. Jenny, Jenny says to me, with Rihanna, Jenny says to me, listen, do not wake me up. I got to get up. I got to get up for work early tomorrow at 7 a.m. I said, okay, that's fine. I said, listen, maybe I'll just sleep on the couch and then I won't wake you up. Her response was, good. Not okay. Not, oh, I don't know. Like, I was hoping she'd fight it a little bit. It was literally good. I was like, oh, I'm going to be on the couch tonight. Wouldn't you rather just have her be straight with you and just tell you what what, what you prefer? Russell, no. I do not like that. You can't handle that in your your, uh, confidence. Yeah, I had that. Like, the night I came home from night golf, I had the same thing. I was like, oh, yeah, I, I ate a bunch of barbecue and then I drank, you know, all night, uh, I probably should sleep on the couch. Same thing, like, yep, you yep. do you. <laughs> oh, oh, God. I no can't. Question. I th- Aaron, Aaron, you want to go? You, why doesn't Aaron go to the advice corner? Aaron, what you should have done in that situation was been like, <laughs> hey, I'm going to go out and drink a bunch of beer and eat some barbecue. I think you should maybe sleep on the couch. <laughs> mm-hmm. Smart. Yeah, next time, that's what I'll try. Yeah, please. Yeah. Well, and then Aaron, guess what? Hey, you're welcome. It you're turns welcome. out, it turns out, She's not going into work tomorrow. She has to wake up for That's- an online Zoom meeting. Oh, God. And I was like, oh, come on. do not make me sleep on the couch for an online Zoom meeting. That's sick. Our marriage might be done, guys, <laughs> okay? which is great because I'll have a lot more time to write parody songs. This is going to be awesome. Uh, pride. No. Yeah. Pride. Pride.
this I feel like this might be my favorite beat on the album, which I don't know, maybe says something about me. Like I love the laid back laid Atlanta beat. Yeah, I really like it. It's not my favorite rapping on the album, but it's my favorite beat. Like when this comes on, it feels like rap like loyalty into pride feels to me a place to exhale on the album and just be like, all right, cool. I agree with you there. I can vibe with this, you know. So Humble, the next song, is the one he released first. It's his, like I said, first one after Bad Blood. Gets him a number one album. Got four nominations at the 60 Grammy, 60th Annual Grammy Award. Record of the Year, Best Rap Performance, Best Rap Song, Best Music Video. And it won in those last three categories. You know what the big one for, I think of this album, did you guys read, I don't know if you read this. This album won a Pulitzer Prize. Did you guys know that? What? Oh, right. It was a yeah. newspaper? I was reading it's the only it's the only non-jazz or classical artist to ever win a Pulitzer, Surpri- Pulitzer Prize. I was looking it up. I was like, how is that possible? And you go through and you look, and it is literally the only one. Didn't what did uh Beyonce win for? What was that? What, not, what award was that? I don't if if she won a Pulitzer, it would have been after Kendrick. Kendrick won the first yeah. non-jazz or non-classical. And I don't know if Beyonce won one or not. What is a Pulitzer Prize for? I don't know. Reporting, right? Am I wrong? Is it right? It's like a book. What is a Pulitzer Prize for? Oh, she won a Peabody. She won a Peabody. Oh, uh, yes. Oh, yeah. I had that one sophomore year in college. I, <laughs> okay. I think this did. I mean, I think it kind of messed him up, though. I think that he had a hard time figuring out how to follow this one uh, because... <laughs> I think well, so. The Pul- I'll, re- I'll just read this real quick. The Pulitzer Prize, an award administered by Columbia University, mm-hmm. Sink in New York, achievement in newspaper, magazine, online journalism, literature, and musical composition within the United States. Wow. Right. So established in 1917 by Joseph Pulitzer. So that's, yeah. that's a better name than the Joseph Award. So he released Untitled Unmastered, but that was all stuff that was already recorded. And then it took him another four more years, five more years to release yeah. uh, Mr. Fuck, I can't remember the so name of the album. Aaron, now. Aaron, hold on. What's that album? Mr. Is it Mr. Mr. or whatever that album is? I need, I need the most recent pull, one. <laughs> pull, someone needs to pull that album name for me quick. Yeah, it's I can't remember. It's something about the hot steppers and the uh I read so yeah. I was doing my my typical <laughs> Beck Kendrick Lamar check you know quick Mr. Morale and Mr. Morale I only found steppers. this on one website so I wasn't going to bring it up but now that Aaron brought up the next album I saw one Reddit page where there was it had a Beck quote about how Kendrick had came to Beck and wanted to do like the story reader the one remember when Beck did all the the sheet music where he didn't sing the songs mm-hmm. he just created the songs put the sheet music out had other artists do them. And I was oh. reading on this Reddit article that Kendrick came to Beck and said, hey, I want to do that because I don't know how to follow up what I've done. I've put too much pressure on myself because mm-hmm. I can't live up to like the expectations that people have for me. And I couldn't find it on any other website, so I don't think it's true. But I did read on Reddit once that he went to Beck, wanted to do a song reader type album on that last album we just mentioned because he didn't know how to follow it up. So again, don't know if it's true, but when it comes to artists going to back for advice on the career when they don't know what, how to proceed. Kendrick, wait, Kendrick did it better. Kendrick did it better. Oh my God. We've been doing the wrong podcast this whole time. (laughs) We got to email that other podcast. And we've changed our name. You know what, you know what Andre 3000 would say to him? (laughs) (laughs) Nice. What if Andre wins this year for his 
are, are you guys so good at anything in life that you're worried like hey i can't continue to live up to what i the standard i've set or not yes yeah, so you you're, you're a, you're a champion weightlifter are you worried like hey one day i'm not going to be able to hit my goal right yeah, and I think that one day was about uh, one two two months ago. Oh, yeah, no, I I don't know what I mean. What's what, I'm gonna get it? Yeah, of course, Russell. I'm worried about dying. Is that what you're asking me? Like I think about it every day. Obsessively. No, I'm super I'm super good at taking naps, and so like if I ever yes. lie down to take a nap, but I can't fall asleep, then I feel like I really haven't lived up to my. Yes, potential. Aaron. That's a good. That's a great. Hey, goal. Aaron, I'll send you the video on that Peruvian necktie, and it'll, it'll put you right out. <laughs> oh. Go Say, to sleep. Can I just say this? Speaking of this, Lust, it's a song about routine. I was going to ask you guys, do you have any, like, what's what's the routine you have every day? Like, what's something? Can I tell you my bedtime routine now? Let's hear it. Because I made a discovery. I found my mouth guard again. So now when I go to bed, I have the sound machine on. I have the pod, I have the headphones on listening to a podcast. I have my mouth guard in. Okay? I then am getting my own sheet Different from the bed sheet to sleep under with my fan on. Okay? You guys have anything like I that? Can't, like, I can't imagine why anyone would ask you to sleep on the couch. Let's <laughs> 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 say, Leo, Leo slept over at a buddy's house the other day, and, you know, that kid's mom, she probably would have some words for you like she had for us about how, oh, man, she's from Argentina. So, she's, you know, that's... That's not good. You need to dark, no sound, no fan. That's dark, you know. And so she probably have some words for you too, Rob, oh, about how much oh you're no. messing up your sleep. <laughs> Guys, it's it's it's. It, I'm going to tell you, I bought now three of these nighttime headphones because I will say again, the dog ate another like pair. You can see him. The dog ate the wires and shit. And when they when I didn't have it, I started to panic, and I was like, oh. and I was like, oh man, I'm addicted to these. I should really get my shit together and figure out how to sleep without these. Instead, I said, no, I'll buy three, so I'll never run out. Okay, so that was my genius plan. Healthy. I don't know if I got any routines like that, Rob. I don't know. You I have to do Wordle and connections every day now because I'm part of some group that won't... Yeah, you know, won't we'll let it quit. Yeah, high, that one died. A high, yeah, we have to get it done. You're stuck doing that? Yeah. What about you, Aaron? You seem like a routine guy. I mean, we know about your stopping at the fruit stand after work or like between work. I never quite figured out what your fruit stand stop was. Fruit stand. I mean, I guess my only only routine, like the morning routine, you know, wake up, make the coffee or read with Wallace, whatever. Um, I don't know. I think I've, I have a few. I don't think I have a routine like that. Maybe like if I'm going to work out, I've got like a certain set of warm up stuff I like to do, but that's pretty normal shit. All right. so I don't really like, yeah, nothing. So so I'm going to, this is kind of a candy bar situation for me. I realize that once again, the things I am doing is. Well, routine is, I think routine and ritual are very important. We talked, we talked about ritual on episode maybe three. Matt was talking about it, but I don't oh. have anything interesting. Oh. Matt, Russell, Matt what about a, you? Matt read a book about ritual. He talked about it. Yeah. Forever ago. God, Aaron, you're like, this is wild. <laughs> God, you're like the ghost. You're like a ghost of Christmas past. <laughs> I'm the ghost of Beck did a better past. No, Russell, that's Russell. Russell knows. Oh, I'm the ghost of Beckett a Better Future, and it's exactly the same thing. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> this is album 483. Marley, we all like it. It's pretty Marley. good. Want to give kudos to Rob that that song has a hook that goes, let me put the head in, and we didn't even discuss Aaron, it. Aaron, Aaron. That's just on the song. I should get a Pulitzer. I'm just reporting. 
mom listens to this, at least some of the episodes. <laughs> That's just true. She probably didn't listen after that Billy Joel disaster. <laughs> I haven't heard yet. Yeah, I would imagine you're not going to. <laughs> My wife finally told me that dirty talk is not me saying, is it in, is it in? Can you feel it? Can you feel oh, that? Stuff God. like that. <laughs> just the most depressing thing they say to her. It's actually... <laughs> Is it in? Like, I, and I think everybody said it. It's just a bummer. It kills the vibe every time. And then, you know, what's really bad is if you go, is it in? And, and she goes, I don't know. Like, nobody's sure. Nobody knows what's going on. Just, a, I'm just going to lay that out there. That would be a bummer if it happened. If somebody. It would be a bummer. Just imagine. Be. Imagine something like that happening. It would be just such a bummer. bummer. So embarrassing. Hey, I mean, you wouldn't even want to talk about that with your, like your best friends. You could almost talk about anything with them. That would be too hard, too real. Uh, love, I love this song. Was it yeah. Zachary? Love lost. I loved this. Yeah. I thought it sounded beautiful. I put it, it on our list, song. actually. Yeah. I mean, just listen to this. Lush. Russ, why do you love this song? What? Did you guys notice how every song in this album was a one-word song? Yes. What do you guys think of that? Good. It's kind of cool, isn't it? This was the theme. Yeah. Oh, it's the theme. It made me start thinking, what are the greatest hip hop songs ever that have one word titles? I thought we could do a list. Wow, wow I love it. Russell, and, that and is. from a song perspective, this may be the greatest list we've ever done in terms of just five absolute crushers. Wow. Oh, wow. I'm excited. Excited to hear them. Love was my favorite song, too, by the way. You like that one, man? Yeah, so good. That was a good one. It was played on R&B radio, too. It was a perfect crossover hit. Yeah. So there are some one-word hip-hop songs that we're not going to cover. We've already heard them, or they just didn't quite make it, but they're amazing. We had to cover them quick. Sabotage, great hip-hop one-word song, and I believe Kendrick sampled it, the BC Boys, on a song of his before. Aquemini, another great one-word song we've covered before. Aquemini, easy to say. Aquamini. <laughs> <laughs> Not what I was intending. It's One of Kendrick's biggest influences. Biggie, Biggie um had Juicy, another one-word hit. Jeez, wow. The one that um I wanted to put on the list. I'd done all this research. Kendrick was into this group. He'd given him props. Bone Thugs. It turns out the song Crossroads is the Crossroads. Yep. It's two oh, words, not man. one word. So it got knocked off the list oh. last minute. I would say top three song about Uncle Charlie of all time. <laughs> I miss him, dog. So, so first song on the list is from 1992. <laughs> the band is Arrested Development. Oh. The song is Tennessee. Oh, so fun! Challenge you to a game of horseshoes. Horseshoes. They were just on the the hip hop 50th anniversary. Were? Uh, yes, they were just on the they they performed together. It was wonderful. You know what, R Rosie? You got to go listen to KRS One talk about why he was not on. Oh, I will. The top. You know, why he did not want to be part of the 50-year at the Grammys or whatever. It's I'll pretty it darn good. Can I just okay. say, this song, Tennessee, reminds me so much of my kids right when we leave a restaurant. Because you know what they say to me? Because I am still thirsty. <laughs> <laughs> won't, you, won't you help me? I was like, God, we were just in the restaurant. Won't you help me? That's and I have song. to go to the bathroom. That's, that's also on the list of CDs that Aaron bought because he liked one song. And of that course, one of them for sure. I, everybody's got a CD like that. Say hello yep. to Blind Melon. Is Mr. Wendell on that song. Though? Is that, is <laughs> yeah, that on is. the same? Yeah, oh, that's okay. true. So, 
That's a pretty good one. My favorite fact That's about true. that one is it was 78 on VH1's greatest hip hop songs. And I was like, I don't know if VH1 was ever like the, the pioneer of rating of hip hop songs. The, the was place it VH1? To go for hip hop? It was I more like know. alternative hip hop. It was, you know, it was like the, the college station hip hop versus yeah. mainstream. If that's one, VH1 one the was the king of making lists. Anytime I turned that thing yeah. on, they were like number 83. I was like, I don't even know what this list is, but I'm down. I'll watch it right now. <laughs> Rob, did you ever have a, like a, an embarrassing, hey, I got to flip the channel quick when the parents are coming down the stairs with VH1 on? I don't know. Or is it always MTV? Yeah. No, they'd come down and I was all sweaty and like George Michael's faith was on. I'm looking at his <laughs> jeans. And the parents are like, oh, didn't see that coming. Watching the Flava Flav yeah, reality Mr. show. Oh, I'm watching oh. Flavor of Love. Ah, should it be Hoops or Sweetie? I don't know. Or no, what was her name? Hoops. What was the other one? In Flavor of Love? Yeah. Who was that the one who's pooped on the floor? Was that Flavor of Love? Was that that what? show? Mm, I'm not now I'm not sure. There's Sorry, one of the dating shows. I think it was Flavor of <laughs> Love. I was always talk about the pooping on the floor. Flavor oh, Flav's <laughs> dating show where one of the girls pooped on the floor in the first episode. <laughs> Listen, we'll talk about that next week with Public Rob. Enemy. Can we not go one episode without talking about pooping on the floor? Uh, the fire kitten people are just yeah, loving really, that they uh, partnered, really up, partnered up with us. I think yeah. the key would be. I think the key would be is that you'd have to find the poop, right? You have to be like, "Huh, what? Who did this?" You know what I mean? Like you'd you'd have to point it out. Nobody would suspect you. I think that would be the go-to. Aaron, what's your go-to move if you accidentally pooped on the floor at a party? Oh, like you look over, there's some poop on the ground. You know it's you. You've got to fake clean, a medical condition, right? Clean it clean it up and leave? Like oh. just grab a bag and clean it, it up, Grab it together. What? You're at <laughs> I mean, a party. You do? If you bend <laughs> down to pick it up, everybody's going to know it's yours. I don't know. If you're running like, out of this, everybody, if you're running out, everybody's going to know it's yours too. Like, oh, I feel like you got to own it. Just there was like there, there was 30 people here. Now there's 29. Right. Like, my guess is the Aaron guy who left. Owning up yeah. is a terrible idea. Nobody's ever had a conversation where they're like, hey, you know what? That Aaron guy was a bummer. He pooped on the floor. Kind of killed the party. But you know what? I got to give it to him. He owned up. <laughs> you serious? Don't you think if I was like, listen, I'm really sorry. I pooped on your floor. I cleaned <laughs> no, it up. I will come back tomorrow that. if you need it. And then I'm no, out. It's, like, that's way better than pooping and running. I would way better. No, no, I would blame it on Aaron's son. I would be, be like, I can't believe you pooped <laughs> on the floor at this party. I would like if Russell and I were spending Christmas together somewhere, there's poop on the floor and we're both looking at each other like, fuck. I propose an edit to the podcast. <laughs> Rob, what we could do is do like, you know how people draw credit cards to pay for dinner? We could like draw mm -hmm. straws or something and one of us takes the blame for it, right? 50-50 oh. shot, you get away with it. <laughs> that would be a bummer if you didn't do it and you drew the straw where you just said you did. That's the worst <laughs> of all worlds. Well, I know I didn't do this. <laughs> but but I did agree to draw straws. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you want to draw straws for this? Okay. Why would you say okay? You know you didn't do it. Why would you? Why would that be an option? I drew the straw. Got to be a team player. I love to gamble. Wolves by eight and a half, I guess. I mean, when uh, you guys when you guys take that deal, let's say you've got like a group of eight buddies. Okay. And and if someone ever did accidentally poop on the floor, you have got mm -hmm. a one in eight chance of taking the blame for it. But you also have got a seven eighth chance of getting out of it without any ridicule. I'll take that bet. Why, I'll, why yeah, I'll draw you, that straw. If, if you didn't do it, why would you? Why would you 
big blame at all. Well, but you Why never know. You, just... you don't know you're going to do it until we it happens. drew the straw, Matt. We all agreed before this party I'm started. So lost. How do we get here? Matt oh is so God. arrogant to think that he would never do that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's not your choice. You got me. It wasn't, it wasn't purpose. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's an accident. When you picture, it's almost like when Matt pictures somebody pooping on the floor at a party, he's picturing a certain body type. Okay. <laughs> so he knows who he's going to blame. Yeah. It's the type who would date Flavor Flav, I guess. Flavor Flav. <laughs> Why I was going to do this whole thing about how people, I was reading this article on Slate about how uh, Tennessee kind of proved that hip hop could be more versatile and more capable then just like gangster rap and kind of going to this whole thing with uh, Kendrick, but I don't think it's really going to fit after the whole poop on the floor conversation. So we'll go to the next song on the list. This song, typically we don't recover songs that we've done before, but this one is so good. It's from 1992 from Low End Theory, Tribe Called Quest. This is Scenario. Oh, man. Oh, this is so good. Play this at a wedding. Right. Yes. Okay, guys, we gotta stop just watching this video. Yeah, I know, right? I mean, you turn this on, there's nothing else to do. Uh, wait, so this had um, Fife Dog was one of the main rappers from Tribe, right? When he died, uh, Kendrick had a post. Uh, I don't know if it was a tweet or whatever, but he said, "Today we lost one of the pioneers in hip hop by the name of Fife Dog." Right now, ain't nobody cheering about me. We're going to give it up for him for allowing me to do what I'm doing on this stage right here, right now. So Kendrick, big fan of Tribe, definitely a huge influence on what he did in the rap oh, game, right? You can hear it like crazy. I mean, I just just how the, the flow goes, you can hear it big time. Also, they're both short guys. <laughs> oh, so you think they're probably pooping on the floor, huh? Is that what you think? <laughs> Low down on the floor, like get away with it? Shorter, they're both under, they're not as tall as Russell. I mean, to be fair. Maybe, yeah, it might be as tall as Rob. To be just fair. right now, all of us, pictures. Hey, this guy just pooped on the floor. You look over. What does he look like? I do picture a short guy. I gotta say it. <laughs> There's no way it's like a six foot eight guy, right? It's not. It's well, not. Could be you, Russell, because you're the tallest one out here. So it's That's definitely true. not you. Yeah, right? but I've got enough girth where I probably it, it overtakes my uh, my height. Who want to shit on floor with Mutombo? <laughs> yeah, you can't picture it, can you? <laughs> Next song on the list. This is from 1992. Uh, one of our favorite, we we haven't heard these guys in a long time. I don't know if they have another album coming up, but this is the Wu-Tang. The song is Triumph. Oh, wow. Bombing atomically. You see Wu-Tang's got a residency out in Vegas starting in like February. Oh, that would be fun. Oh, that's oh, all right. Guys, yeah. no. We don't do anything cultured when we're out there. You know that. Yeah. Listen, we are leaving the sports book. We are Next eating pizza at the sports book, <laughs> yeah. watching sports, and yeah. listening no. to Rob make fun of oh, people who aren't watching sports. I want to go to the we library. Shut up, nerds. I had to explain to everybody at, at my at work. I was like, oh, yeah, we're going. I'm like, oh, what fancy restaurant? You, you got to go to fancy. Mm-hmm. I go, look, here's here's the deal. Every dollar that's spent at a fan, mm-hmm. at a fancy restaurant, over $10, because yeah. you can get a burger at In-N-Out Burger, you know, and that, that suffices. Anything over that is just a dollar not spent gambling, and that group doesn't go along. <laughs> I got to admit, yeah. anytime somebody comes back from Vegas and they're like, oh, we went to a lot of good shows, I am always like, you're a fucking moron. Right. <laughs> you're, you're stupid and you wasted your time. Right. Okay. Except the time I'm you did Go to Russell. the local theater. Yeah. Russell and I are going to Super Freako this year. You can come if you want. It's, that is, that's kind of like our library, though. Like, we go to Super yeah. Freako and be like, wow, we're getting smart. 
Well, Kendrick would never went to Super Freako, but he did was very influenced by the Wu-Tang Clan. He said one time, just that raw element of hip hop, you know, to do what I want to do and to have my own voice. That was a group of individuals that each had an individual sound. Nobody sounded like each other and everybody went for their self and did what they wanted to do. And that's hip hop, being yourself and expressing yourself. Wu-Tang, huge influence on Kendrick Lamar. I thought that was really cool. Next song on the list. We got to go West Coast, right? Kendrick's a West Coast rapper, right, Aaron? Yes, he's from Compton, yeah. He's from Compton. Los Angeles, Southern California. This is like, this is the Russ favorite on there. This might not be the rapper's favorite, but it's regulate. One word from this Warren is, G. No, this, everyone loves this song. Okay. It was a clear black night. It was nominated Aaron for best rap performance. Right? If somebody said to you, oh, you know that Warren G song, Regulate, I don't like that. You'd be like, well, you're a fucking no. moron. I'll never talk that'd to you be, again. That would be rough to, yeah. One of the one of the best concerts I ever saw was at the Caboose in Minneapolis, which is like a half biker bar, half Let's do this. dive over by the U of M and Augsburg and that. Uh, Warren G opened up for Snoop Dogg at the Caboose in Minneapolis. And we were about four people deep from the stage, and oh. it was pretty darn cool. So I saw this song live, Russell. I you saw, saw it in live, concert. but you weren't at the, the Fonda Theater in L.A. in 2011. That was nope. the day where Snoop Dogg, uh, Warren G, and some of the other like West Coast legends were on stage with Kendrick, and they essentially passed the torch to him. Snoop Dogg said, uh, nice. we're watching you, and we, we're passing the torch to you. It's a beautiful thing to watch what you do. So I'm saying this. You've got the torch. You better run with it. So Warren G is on stage with Snoop Dogg when he essentially, they say, you are the guy now. You got to take us to the next level. I thought that was very cool. Can I say this yeah. too? I think if I was playing Regulate, I, I think if somebody, if I was looking for a soundtrack or when we're figuring out who pooped on the floor, <laughs> yes, Regulators is a really good one. Mount up. Mount up. We're trying to find out who did this. You, Shorty? You can just play the whole, my eye the whole on you. Above the Rim soundtrack. Wasn't Regulate on the Above the Rim soundtrack? Am I imagining that? All right. Time to check out the Above <laughs> oh, the Rim no. soundtrack. Okay. <laughs> And let's not say any of the songs because sometimes Rob's tempted to edit those in later and it turns out it takes oh, up way more time than oh, dog Speaking of okay. Speaking of editing <laughs> songs in, songs Rob, there. I noticed we've, Rob's had two editing whips the last few weeks. I, I listened to our, <laughs> our final episode this week. And Doesn't our, bother me. Rob put in like 10 songs on my Spotify rap, but he did something on the edit where he moved all of them up like 30 seconds. Oh, fuck. So I forgot about that. every song <laughs> is played for like a, a thing that we've talked about like a minute prior. Shit. I might have to go back and fix that. <laughs> that bugs me enough where I might delete the downloads. Uh, that really bugs me. I know exactly what I did too. <laughs> Had to edit out some stuff that Russell didn't want in about <laughs> joke he made. Ron, you did have to make some changes and that's the last song on the list from 1998. This is Tupac Changes. Oh man. Great one Which word is- song, right? Yeah, great again. Word song, great sample. All eyes on me is four thirty six on the list. Like this is one of my. This was gonna, this was gonna be one of my. Uh, you know, when the rating system is the fact that Kendrick's got three above this, and there's no Tupac, and I kind of think they're both very similar for their ages. Yeah. You know, the '90s for Tupac and the 2010s for Kendrick, and the fact that Tupac is at 
One album at 4.36 is a little weird for me. That's wild. This yeah, is so good. good. And I think if we remember last time, you guys might remember more than me, but the last track on The Pimp a Butterfly was like a hypothetical interview with Tupac. Right. If I remember right. Yeah, yep. totally. No, you're right. And Kendrick was saying, you know, he saw Tupac when he was really young and how inspiring it was. And on, uh, I think it was like the 20th anniversary of when Tupac died, he had, had, had some messages where he essentially said, you like kind of brought my joy and eagerness to rap. I understand exactly what the feeling was inspired. The people that you touched on the small intersection changed lives forever. I told myself I wanted to be the voice for the man one day. Whoever knew I was speaking out loud for you to listen. Thank you. So I don't know if there is a Kendrick Lamar without Tupac. So I think we're honoring some of the greatest rap legends ever that had the best one word hip hop songs. Great list. Great list. Great list. I gotta say this too. If you caught a guy pooping on the floor, yes, did a number Tupac would be a pretty good nickname. Yes, and you know what that song would be called? What's that? One word. It would be shit. (laughs) (laughs) He called the shit poop. Oh, I almost passed out. Oh, you got me with that one. Damn poop again. (laughs) Uh, Next up, we've got Ripple X, my favorite Vin Diesel movie. Oh, he's canceled now, too. I took out the part with U2. I mean, I, this is what the party show. This is U2 singing on it. Now, why I want to play U2 instead of Kendrick, I don't know. I don't, but yeah. Good song. Why U2 of all the choices? I, do you think he's famous enough where he's like, he's like, guess what? I'm going to have U2 come in. They're going to sing. And I'm going to make him sound like shit. And they're going to like it. They're not yeah, going to complain maybe. about it. I'm so famous. Check this out. I don't, yeah, I would love to know how this came about. Who do you think is the most famous person we could get on this podcast? Elizabeth, Elizabeth Holmes? No, Elizabeth Holmes <laughs> is not coming on this podcast. What about from NPR? Yeah, maybe. I, how, I, there's got to be a way we could get Joe Maurer. There has no, to be. No, we know no, enough. Come no. on. Mm-hmm. Do you remember what mm-hmm. I said about be. his parenting at the beginning of this episode? He, but he didn't listen to that. Uh, there was a there was a big guy who played baseball at St. Olaf, who oh. was one of his best friends growing up and at, at the problem, uh, Cretan. So the problem yeah, with okay. that is that he would tell a story about his kids and Russell Mealy would go, Oh, shut the fuck up. Nobody You're cares. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? It would, kind of, it would be very similar to uh when uh who, what's your cousin's name when he was talking about the Beatles album? Emerson. And then you cut it. <laughs> Emerson. <laughs> Or when you cut that out, <laughs> Matt, wasn't it you that sent the, the feedback that you got to cu- cut this down or not? No, no it was never. You were me. sending the feedback notes. No, no, no. 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 There was been yeah, when it, Matt was sending feedback notes. No. You can't. There is no. no it never made it in the whatsoever. episode. I listened and I was like, "How am I going to plug this in?" And then I realized, can't do it. So I had to tell him, "Oh, I couldn't use all the stuff you recorded for me." Humiliating. I don't know, Matt. You've never seen how quickly I can clean up a floor after I do a number on it. <laughs> oh. You'd be like, I did not realize Russ was that athletic. That's true. I he, cannot boy, believe. Boy, he moved quick. I can't I mean, believe Joe, Joe Bauer, still going. I mean, he's like, he didn't even play, he quit playing catcher like seven years ago. He can't get in the squat, in and out of the squat quick. He's got bilateral leg weakness. If anybody would have a prolapsed anus, you could see it being Joe Bauer for sure. All that time he <laughs> spent down there, that baby's a red snake waiting to come out. Look out. How many, how many squatters get that? You see oh. that every once in a great while, Rob. Is uh, that like a is that like a major thing? Like not a major 50%? thing. Not a major no. thing, but you no. do. No. It's always the specter. Oh. Oh. Always the specter. Something because everything is like, oh yeah, you push really hard with your legs. Oh yeah, something's gonna change with your asshole. And you're like, well, how does that relate? Why is my asshole so connected with me standing up? 
<laughs> it's like, ah, things are going to grow in. Things are coming out. Things are growing up. Things are growing down. It's like, what is going on with my asshole? I'm just trying to push hard. Just quick reminder that next week's album has at least 18 tracks on it. No, it's only 10. You're looking at the deluxe edition. No. No. I looked. It's got 18. No. <laughs> no. What are you talking about? Rob's got the wrong right. version. Oh. Yeah. Mm. It's mm. got a lot of songs. Yeah. Music next up, Fear. <laughs> By the way, the first you know, let's keep talking about shitting on the floor. Yeah. Why not? First date movie, first date movie, first date I ever went to is Fear with Mark Wahlberg. Huge. I'm in the fucking house. You guys oh, give me, you guys give me, give me some props. Twenty episodes in, when Rob did all his shit jokes, I couldn't take it. I wanted to edit them all out. It's true. We might let this whole shit let on the floor part go. Let it ride. We've grown. Yes. Okay. We're changing. By the way, seeing Fear as your first date movie, terrible idea. When your date turns yeah. and goes, oh, Mark Wahlberg is so attractive. And you're like, mm. <laughs> this may have backfired. Especially when he goes mm. psycho and starts pounding on the door and beating his chest. That's yeah. good. Yeah. Uh, God. He is making fun of Drake with his voice on this one. That is the rumor. Which That's I love. Yeah. Interesting. I know. Why, does he, why, he and, why do he and Drake have beef? Drake is uh, like a rich kid from Canada and tries to be a tough rapper and Kendrick's an actual tough guy from Compton. I think Kendrick also just felt like it was important to him to take up the mantle of the king of rap and that meant yeah. you had to take down your rivals. You couldn't be the right. king of rap without... Yep. Uh, like his verse on Control is is the you know the Control remix with Big Sean where like he even went at Big Sean whose song it was like... He knew that he had to cut everybody down to be the king. I was suspicious when Drake did that rap about how he had a, a milkman growing up. I was like, wait a minute. This isn't. <laughs> Duckworth, final song. Is this one about Kevin Duckworth? Darling, I told you many times. And I am telling oh, this no, is Ken Duckworth is Kendrick's last name. I was just yeah. giving just a shout out to Kevin Duckworth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kendrick is his middle. But this was produced, I, this is why I had it. This was produced by a guy named Patrick Duthit, who's known professionally as the Ninth Wonder. Yeah. What a nickname. The Ninth Wonder is one of the greatest nicknames I've ever heard. I mean, it doesn't matter what you do. The Ninth Wonder, you sound awesome. I think he was the producer for Little Brother, right? He's got real soulful stuff. I like it. What? What's Little Brother? They're a rap group. From North Carolina? Ah, okay. Yeah, because he's from North Carolina. Went to Duke and... Am I dumb? Let me just ask you guys real quick, and you can be honest with me. Am I dumb? <laughs> no. Okay, because you guys say stuff like, I'm supposed to know this, and I'm like... Well, I mean, Aaron was talking about all teachers and how it's kind of a dumb profession to get <laughs> oh into. Oh, my God. <laughs> hey, guess what? That's going to give us a call. Come say that to me in May. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, why don't you rely on your union to keep your job a few more years is what he said, right? Yeah. Oh, I don't think having a podcast is that bad. <laughs> Talk about jacking off is normal stuff. It's not a big deal, actually. Listen. Okay. This album, Idiots. Oh, here I am. I'm looking at the cast for Above the Rim. Uh, Bernie Mac. Marlon Bernie. Wayans. Bernie Mac. Tupac Shakur. Wow. Wood Harris. Wow. Damn. Kendrick Lamar. Okay, this is at 175 on the list. Does it belong there? Okay, one of the greatest rap albums. The Aaron thinks in Kendrick's history of the 2010s, no doubt. 
Should it be all the way back here at 175? If you don't think so, that would be a rolling bone. It got rolling boned. If you think it's perfect, that would be a rolling well-toned. It's perfectly set. Or is it a rolling groan? Okay, you think it should be higher <clears throat> up on the list. Uh, Aaron, what do you think? Rolling well-toned, rolling bone, or rolling groan? Super torn on this one. I think um, in terms of pure rapping skill, it's the best of the three Kendrick albums that we've heard. It's probably too much Kendrick. In the top 200, as Matt noted, it's way far above Tupac. Um, so I think it's, yeah, I'm, I'm going to give it a rolling well-toned because um, I'm not sure what else to say about it because I do think he's important. Russell, what do you think? Rolling well-toned, rolling bone, or rolling grown? We were talking earlier about how Snoop Dogg kind of passed the torch. To me, we haven't heard Snoop Dogg, and he had the torch at one point. I went and looked at Doggy Style. I just pulled it up in incognito mode, Rob, just to be make sure I, I got the mm -hmm. right website here. Listen to some of the songs on Doggy Style. The G-Funk intro, Gin and Juice, The Shiznit, Lottie Dottie, Murder Was the Case, Who Am Please I, likes Ain't No Fun. We don't cause trouble. We don't bother Pump. nobody. How, how, is, how is Snoop Dogg not on the list yet? So I'm going to say if we're going West Coast rap and we've had two Kendrick albums already, we've got to start with the guy who had the torch before him. And I think it's Snoop Dogg. So I'm going to say it's a slight rolling groan. We're doing three Kendrick albums. I need a Snoop Dogg one before it. So I'm going to say rolling groan. Uh, Matt, what do you think? Rolling well-toned, rolling boned, or rolling groaned? I think this one got rolling boned, and the other two got rolling groaned, and this should be way higher up on the list. Uh, you know, maybe this one should be, like, a top 20 to me, as far as maybe his, like, completest album, if that makes sense. The other two mm -hmm. were probably much more influential because they came out earlier, and yada, 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 but... This album I would listen to before the other two all day. I think this is a great album. So this album alone, I think, is Rolling Grown should be higher. Rolling Bone should be higher. Um, but to everybody else's point, I mean, to have 19, 115 for, uh, to Pimp a Butterfly and Good Kid, Mad City, and then this one at 175, it's probably too much Kendrick without some of the other ones that we've talked about being sprinkled in there. Unfortunately, you guys are incorrect. Shit. All right. No way. This gets a rolling 10 years best rap album domination. Okay. Kendrick nominated in 2014. Nominated and wins 2016 best rap album Grammy. Nominated and wins 2018 best rock or rap album Grammy. Wins in 2023. Okay. Unbelievable. Huge, huge run. Not celebrated enough, probably. Domination. Next up. Hello. 911. Oh, no. Please. It's an emergency. No. Rob, you're what? not supposed to call that anymore. What? You, 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 I won free tickets to a concert? Oh, my gosh. I'm so excited. This is going to change my life. Okay. <laughs> or no, what was your giveaway, Russell? What was your prank call, your awful prank call you did? I was going to do it to actually tonight to the backlight. It's, it's <laughs> vanilla ice in the background, <laughs> and it's... Robbie, this is Dave Ryan from KDWB, and you just <laughs> won a free trip to Florida. All expenses paid. If you can't make it to Florida, you can go to Cole's Resort where they've got oh. free stuff and the wife swap. Listen, Enjoy. Okay. I, excuse me. I hope 911 is not a joke. Oh. All right. We've got public enemy fear of a black planet. That joke sounded so good in my head when, when I wrote it down. I swear to God. Swear to God. But you're just too lazy to look mm -hmm. it up mm -hmm. If you want to hear from guys who chat and then they get off track, I've 
got the perfect podcast for you, Jack. Beck did it better. You guys, I know I haven't been playing jujitsu like Rob has, but if we do get to Vegas <laughs> and any of you guys pass my clothes guard and put me in a tripod sweep that prolapses my anus, it probably Whoa. wouldn't be the end of the world. What? Why would you go past a guard and then sweep? That makes no sense. I can't believe you even suggest a thing. I need to start doing more jujitsu. Loudy doudy, loudy doudy, loudy doudy. I go to the potty. I shit on the floor. I don't use the potty. All right. I think that's a good one. All right. And that's, hey, guys. Going back to oh, I hit the I hit the wrong button again, so I got another joke. Oh, let's hear it. Listen, going back to that video they made in the Senate. Yes. I mean, I've heard now. Listen, Russell, I've heard about Robert's rules of order. Yes. Okay, but what about when Robert rules over my anus? Oh, jeez. Oh, I don't know. I'm gonna stop. <laughs>